Hey, what's up, Army? Uh, this is part two of episode 100. The milieu of you, part two. Yeah, I know it rhymes. Yeah, I know that's lame to point that out. You're smart enough to figure it out on your own. Yeah, I'm dragging this on a little bit. Go fuck yourself. Here it is, part two. There's already like seven million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that. Makes us happy like shooting at a wall, Brad. But it's all been done before. And we don't want to be a copycat. We're the leftovers picking up the scraps. Dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Good and toss it, good and taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's fix it. Can't erase it. Let's embrace it. Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over counterculture. Pushovers. Pop culture. Leftovers. And we're the uncool kids. What's to say has already been said. Leftovers. sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. All right. Hey, welcome back. Uh, we are joined again by Aaron Claude Miller from the Nerd Porn Podcast. Aaron, thank you for coming back. We're also joined by fucking Dana Sparenberg and Kevin Sparenberg. This is fucking huge. The, these two announced their engagement on our show, and now they're married. Oh. <laughs> That's, That's pretty crazy. That's Pretty huge. big deal. Yeah. Talk to us, guys. Welcome to the show. You know what? I've talked to. I hold on. I'm, I'm cutting them off again. I've talked to Dana and Kevin uh, personally on Skype. It wasn't recorded. I just kind of like talked to them and shit. But now I get to talk to them again. This is fucking awesome. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Good to hear from you. I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have been doing like the marathon. So how are you holding up? Oh my gosh! Wow. Let's yeah. talk about that. How we've been holding up. You know, it's like, like I thought to myself, like, we're gonna, you know what, we're gonna at least go to 200 episodes. And then it's like, we started to have Dave on. And then I was just like, you know what, 100 and we're done. (laughs) That's all I need. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give everybody an empowered 100 and then I'm out. (laughs) Empowered. You gotta think how much time that is that you guys have put out there though. Thinking your smallest episode, or your, your shortest episode is what? Three hours or two and a half? Yeah, that's uh, nothing. I think I think like uh, like the beginning we were going like an hour and a half. Yeah. Well, you're really? Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because there was technical difficulties yeah. and shit like that. <laughs> yeah. You know, we and that was before you guys started reading emails. So that's true. Yeah. Oh my god, I haven't. You know, hey, hey Kevin, hey Kevin, dude, listen, I haven't read a fucking email this entire episode, and I've got like twenty of them. I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do, dude. You should send them to everyone in the army. Make them read them. <laughs> Make you, you read your own email. Buddy. What's that? What's yeah. that, Dana? You gotta delegate. I know. I know. I seriously, I need somebody to work for me and fucking like handle this shit. Like I don't know. Like, like pop culture leftover interns. <laughs> That's me and Frank. Yeah. Uh, God, you guys are doing a piss poor job. Well, Back your producer. Hey, hey, you're the guy catching all the sexual harassment and stuff like that. <laughs> out, out of the HR department, yes. So, no, this is awesome. Like, uh, I've got Aaron Claude Miller on from Nerd Porn Podcast, Dana and Kevin. Like, you guys have been longtime listeners. How long have you guys been with us? Since the first episode? Holy, Holy fuck. Shit. Holy fuck. That was rough. I, you know what? I just said fuck it and I threw a bunch of shit on the ground. He's throwing shit everywhere. I'm throwing shit. Yeah, we I were did. searching for something to listen to and Dana was – And they're and they're still looking. They're, they're still looking and to this day. Sudden, no, go ahead. Sorry, Kevin. 
No, that's all right. Dana, Dana was trying to find something to listen to because we had gone through our audiobooks and there wasn't anything in music-wise she really wanted to listen to. So I introduced her to podcasts as a whole, and she started drilling into them, and she found yours. She said, these guys are fucking hysterical. You need to listen to this shit. That's and awesome. that that evening, got in the car, drove around for the hour and a half or what it was, and listened to your episode one, and started laughing, and we both subscribed that they had been listening ever since. That's awesome, dude. I, it's crazy because it's like, this is the second time tonight that we're talking to, to a couple um, that uh, started listening to our episodes. And it was actually, like, um, the female listener that got, like, the male listener in the relationship to listen. Because, like, we had Jesse Candelorian, and she got her boyfriend, Ron, to start listening to our podcast. And so now it's, like, Dana. And, like, this is back before you guys were married and shit. I mean, we announced – do you guys remember the the episode where we announced your engagement on our show? Jay, you remember yeah, that. Yeah, I do. Cool. <laughs> See, empowered yeah, women blazing a trail for us every episode. I was going to say it, Dave. It's empowered women. Yeah. <laughs> you right there. Aww, Thank you, sir. There you go. <laughs> I give, I know I give Dave, I give Dave so much shit and our listeners give Dave so much shit, but like Dave is like one of the best guys I know, dude. Dave is like one of the best guys I know. Hey, Dave, I don't know if you want to talk about it, but you had some good news happen in your life recently. Oh uh, yeah, but that's not a. Okay. Yeah. But you know what? But uh, yeah, good stuff, people. Wait, keep sending the good vibes. Did you? Uh, <laughs> did you just find out that your your surgery for your your transition is, is a go? Yeah. I was it's thinking true. the same it's fucking true. thing. I, 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 I guess I guess I need to stop being ashamed. <laughs> and uh, yes, uh, Roxy will be uh, joining the uh, new version of whatever we do next. So don't worry, That's dude. Awesome. I, you always you look like a Stacy to me. Really? Yeah. I mean, well, I could go with that. Stacy's mom has got it going on. Yeah, but I'm not going to be a mom. I don't think that's how it works. Can I have my fucking <laughs> no? Can so. I ha- can I have my fucking like uh, fantasy Dave? Your druthers. Sure, uh, sure. Well, Dave. but but I, I'm saving myself for Keanu. So you know. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Dave. For someone who's such a huge part of the acceptance community, you should force your children to call you mom if you're going to transition. That's, <laughs> they have to accept you. It's it's part of the deal. I see. Uh, well, I'm still learning. Uh, I, I'm 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 not a lady, but I'm willing to learn. <laughs> oh, not dude. a girl, not yet a woman. Exactly. <laughs> Tough stuff. <laughs> Let me tell you. What's that? <laughs> Tough stuff. Wait till you get your first period. It's gonna be Whoa. terrible, by the way. <laughs> oh, Medieval shit. times, like you would know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have empathy. Okay. You don't have empathy, Dave. Dave is Mr. <laughs> <laughs> I am I am an empathy free zone. <laughs> well, anyways, I'm glad to hear whatever's happening is good because I know that you had to take a break because it seemingly wasn't great. So whatever's happening, I'm glad it's good for you, man. Worry not, the truth has a funny way of coming out, and it's all good. You know, like Dave had to take the week off because he was doing a women's conference yeah. in the in the in the Quad Cities. You know, so he had to, he had to ripping Bibles in half (laughs) (laughs) for women. (laughs) You want to see empowered women, brother? (laughs) We've, we've already, we've already, uh, I've already been banned from any, uh, 
talk of uh, Mr. Hogan, so we got to stay away from right. that. No, no, we are not talking about Hulkamania. <laughs> Dude, let's, uh, seriously, like this is this like we're not here to celebrate the the leftovers. We're here to celebrate the fucking army. We're not here to talk about Hulk fucking mania. Yeah. Okay. Our childhood died just a little bit more this week. So. <laughs> Hulk Hogan's a racist? Never would have saw that coming. Shut the fuck up, <laughs> Welcome back, Jake. Jake comes out of nowhere. Hey, Dana, Dana. No, hold on, hold yeah. on. Yeah. Dana and Ke- I know Dana is a huge fucking Jake fan. So, like, right now, I'm letting Dana take the floor with Jake. Because Dana... There is no Dana, only Zool. Uh, <laughs> Ghostbusters. I got it all my life. Seriously, like, I talked to fucking Dana and Kevin on uh, Skype, like, months and months ago and Dana loves her some Jake. Don't worry, Dana. My last name's Elliot, so, I mean, kids threw Reese PCs at me when I was in kindergarten. It's all good. I do. I love Jake. Me and Jake have, like, a brother-sister tease-each-other relationship via social media. I got scared for a moment there with the social media stuff. Oh, I heard about this, like, uh, with Kevin's uh, email bumper. Yeah, yeah. I thought Dana was really pissed for a moment there. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Don't be scared. Don't be scared. No, I, I realized that I, after a minute, I was like, okay, okay, thank God. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's, it's all good. Guys, Everyone I, I want to. It's almost an instant toss it with Jake, anyways. Anything. <laughs> You're like, hey, uh, the sun came up this morning. Toss it. <laughs> it's just so bright and it stays up so long. I hate the sun. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, the sun's yeah. up for too it long. It stays up way too long. It overstays its welcome. <laughs> Anything yeah, anything more than two hours, I'm done. Just walking away. Yeah, exactly. Except for daylight savings time, though, because, yeah. you know, it's a shorter day. So. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do. Now, well, he didn't, no, 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 he doesn't go so far as Tupperwareing it, but he'll go ahead and taste, like, the winter solstice, the shortest day of the year. Oh, yeah, he'll low taste that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Do you know they do that shit with a second? I was just reading this. Like, they're... Every now and again, they, like, give a second and take away a second. Yeah. Yeah. The leap second. The leap second. That's what they call it. That's some fucked up shit. Because the Earth's slowing down on its rotation. No, okay. I don't believe a goddamn thing of it. So Really? Yeah. I don't think any of it's real. They just make it up. You know. Can you disprove that? They tell you what time they want you to think it is. Right. It's <laughs> like Dark World. <laughs> Illuminati. Yeah, Illuminati. I, I, I tend to believe scientists more, though, than politicians. No. They don't they really, you know, <laughs> buy into it. <laughs> any of that. Oh, speaking of since we're jumping into that kind of thing, I uh, I just recently watched on Netflix uh, the documentary Inequality for All. Have any of you gentlemen seen that? No, I have not. What's it about? Um, it's an economist, author, and professor, Robert Reich. He explains the widening income quality and its effect on government and society. It's a pretty awesome documentary. I suggest everyone watch it. I'm a fan of Robert Reich, so I definitely check that out. Under two hours? <laughs> yeah, is, it a, is it post-converted 3D? Don't worry. Wow, I haven't heard a good post-converted 3D joke for a few episodes. <laughs> no, 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 Jay, you got to get into the mic. <laughs> 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 my mic got a little wet the there. Way, it's pretty great that uh, all of you guys are back together for the 100th episode. So, yeah, uh, we wanted to end it with a big that. bang. Yeah. <laughs> if only you could have fucking comic book geeks on. Oh. Oh, man. Really? Dan? Dan? Yes! <laughs> I, I just wanted that bumper to hit. I always like that one. 
It was a good bumper. Fucking, Fucking comic book geek. Yeah, yeah. That, that was the best part of yeah. Dan, that bumper. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, for sure. He didn't really ever say much, but he, that was the only good thing is he, he counted on <laughs> you, you ever notice I always try to usher in the Dan shit parade? <laughs> thank, thank you, Kevin, for actually joining in on that with me. I appreciate that. You're the first one. That's Aaron. Oh, not a problem. Oh, that's Aaron. You don't even know who the fuck you're talking to, you stupid fuck. <laughs> Close enough. Jake, Jake doesn't even know who the fuck he's talking to. Yeah, all the listeners are the fucking same. That's racist. <laughs> Dave, for the current count of listener. <laughs> you heard one dumb opinion you've heard hey, about. Hey, 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 Kevin, 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 Kevin. I want you, no, this is like, like, like this is your like, like time to stick up for your fucking email bumper. Tell Jake. Oh. Wait, no, I want you. I want you to talk about your email bumper. No, it's not a big deal. It's one of those things that you guys open up for a vote. I mistyped the subject line because I was driving when I heard about it, and I was like, "Oh, I got to get something in." So I got a late submission, and yeah, you said thirty seconds. It hit like at thirty-eight. And I was like, oh, a little long, but it's got the Doogie Howser feel to it. They'll appreciate the nostalgia. And uh, then, yeah, and, 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 and yeah, awesome. <laughs> Yeah, and then and then Jake happened. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, Burns yeah, at it. So don't worry, I'll be doing more. Keep him under Jake, thirty seconds. Tossed, you ever toss sex right after it happened? You ever been laying in bed with someone and just been like, "Ugh, I tossed that." Yeah. Yes. Actually, actually, I did that once. Uh, my ex, my ex-wife, the first time we had sex, no, you're and, I'm not going to get into no, why, but like, I immediately stopped and said, well, that sucked. He's like, next time it's going to be a left hand. <laughs> next time we're going to do the stranger. <laughs> With a stranger. Frank, you were saying so that I'm sorry. I, I couldn't hear you. Though. No, no, no. Don't, don't apologize. Nobody wants to hear it anyway. <laughs> um, moving on. Uh, no, Frank, you were talking about your ex-wife. Uh, yes, don't. Anyway, moving on. Um, <laughs> It's all about you. It's not about Frank this week. I mean, Frank, it's Frank. No, it's been your choice. It's been your fucking choice to fucking abandon us for the last 14 weeks. Uh, no, no, seriously. Like, you're the equivalent to Keith on nerd porn. Okay. Yep. Aaron, am I right or am I wrong? Goddamn Keith. You are 100% correct. <laughs> I didn't have an episode this week because of him, bastard. Are you serious? Is that why you didn't have a fucking episode? Yeah, man. And I, I'll tell you what, I, we just added him as a third, cause, you know, it's just been Tony and I for a while. You can't make and that mistake. You can't make that mistake. You can't make that mistake, Aaron, because like, for the longest time, people were like, when are you gonna make Frank a leftover? When are you gonna make a Frank a leftover? Even today. And they were like, oh, episode 100, make Frank a leftover. And you know what? This motherfucker hasn't been here for like 14 fucking episodes. And it's like, if we would've made him a leftover, what a fucking, that's a fucking joke. It's a fucking, it's a slap in the fucking face. He tried to steal my fucking thunder. I was getting real pissed off on my return. Hey. He's like, I'm coming back too. Yeah. Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> but then, of course, he didn't show. Oh. Yeah. Sounds exactly sorry. like him too. I'm, I'm coming back. Right. Yeah. That was yeah. a perfect impression, right? You no, know, and it's like, it's not like, I, I do, I love it when Keith is on your shows. Keith is, he, Keith is great, but like, you know, Keith needs to be, I don't know. He needs to be consistent, he needs Keith. To be consistent. God yeah. Damn it. I don't, I don't, I'm we not. We need to be consistent. I have been bitching at Tony and Keith because Tony edits our podcast, even though, I mean, I would gladly do it, but he makes uh, unique art every week for it, and it takes him a couple of days, and I was like, just give me one piece of art, and I will do the episodes every week, and they'll be up on Tuesday no matter what. Right. Because we need to have a day that it comes out. You guys come out on Mondays. You know, every podcast I listen to, they have a day, and we don't. 
No, we don't always have it. I, sometimes I come out on Sundays. Sometimes I come out on Mondays. You know, whatever. <laughs> We're going to float your boat. Yeah. At least it's like a little consistent, though. It's either Sunday or yeah. Monday. Whatever yeah, tickles your fancy. True. That That's how I'd put it. Yeah. Whatever tickles your fancy leftover <laughs> army. <laughs> <laughs> that giggle was great. Whatever tickles your fancy. <laughs> right. yeah. Good little treasure goblin. Hey, Kevin, Kevin, Dana, are you guys pod? Yeah, we- are, are you guys podding lately? No, we haven't been. Uh, I actually, my work schedule has drastically increased uh, the amount of work. And actually, the first break was taken when they sent me overseas. Mm-hmm. And where'd you go overseas, then, dude? Uh, I went to Brno, Czech Republic. Wow. Brno, Czech Republic. Yeah. Yes. Uh, That's where hostel happened. Did you though. say when they were like, "You want to go to Brno?" You were like, "Bur yes." <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck I is in, what the fuck is in Brno, dude? January. Huh? It's Ooh, it's cold. Oh, I bet it's cold as fuck. Is there? Is it like? Is it like crazy? Just cold, or is it like just like a bunch of fucking snow and shit? No, thankfully, just cold. Dude, I, I remember, I, I fucking like imagine like Brno, Brno, Czech Republic looking like fucking like Rocky Four and shit. And like you're like, you're like Sylvester Stallone and you're like carrying like fucking logs on your shoulder and shit. And you're doing like fucking like a, like a training montage. Is it like that shit? Is it like that? It felt like it. Everything's okay. freaking cobblestone. The, I'm at like 1500 feet where the hotel is. The, it's, Zero feet above sea level where the office is, and it's a two and a half mile walk. Wow! So holy shit! And it's and there's no like stairs. It's these long ramps around. You got to deal with all the crazy European drivers and the mass transit. And I was there for a week, and it was a cool town. And we went there and actually ate. We went to a Texas steakhouse <laughs> in Brno, Czech Republic, and I had to laugh hysterically because out front they had three flags. They had. The flag of the U.S., they had the Texas State flag, and then they had the Confederate Stars and Bars. Of course. And I, and I was like, um, FYI, guys, to all because we all went out to a big dinner, and the guys that work in our office there, I said, just FYI, that's really not an acceptable flag. So <laughs> you may want to tell somebody, but we just laughed and laughed about it. Hey, man, that flag's about heritage. It ain't about slavery, right, guys? <laughs> Good argument. Statues. <laughs> All right, hey, you, know, you guys are talking about flags right now. Right now I'm looking at, like, three different Skype photos. The first one is Aaron Claude Miller. And it's a little kid. Is that you as a kid? That's me as a baby, yeah. It's you as a baby. And then I'm looking at Kevin Sparenberg as a Simpsons character. And then Dana, she was like, you know what? Whatever. Here's a picture of a, of a fucking wall. What the fuck is that all about? What the fuck? I see like a wall and a window. What the fuck is that fucking profile <laughs> picture, on, Dana? That's on me setting up the account so we could talk on separate machines instead of trying to share a mic and headset. Right. So it was like next, 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 sure, whatever. Next, finish. That, that's Dana just not giving a fuck, right? <laughs> Dana, talk to me. What can I say? Yeah, you can't, no, you can't even give me a picture of yourself. You gotta show me a picture of your fucking wall. Yeah, what's the meaning behind the wall? What? Are you, you're acting like you're. Uh, this isn't Match.com. You need my picture. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that fucking Skype is Tinder and I'm swiping left or right. I just want to see a fucking picture of you, fucking Dana. <laughs> she was inspired by Kingpin from uh, Daredevil. I'm gonna send oh, you a picture. I'm gonna kiss it and write XOXO on it. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you know, I'm taking a picture of this. I'm showing everybody what your wall looks like. Oh, yeah. That's happening. Here we go. Boom. And, yeah, done. Publicly, I understand. We're all about shaming people publicly. Shame. Frank, what are That's you doing? Frank, no, no. Frank is being distracted. What are you doing? Switching chairs. Oh, God. Here we go. we got to listen about Frank's back. <laughs> He's preemptively creating next week's excuse. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, Frank, we're elevating your back to leftover status. Oh, shit. You know what? You know what? You know, you know, Aaron, Aaron, thank you so much. Yep. I, I got to keep things moving along. I got to keep things okay. moving along. Part of m- moving things along means I got to say goodbye to you, which sucks because I, dude, you're uh, seriously like. There's a lot of listeners, uh, but I consider you a friend because we text back and forth, and I listen to fucking nerd porn, and I fucking love your show, and I think people need to subscribe to it because it's fucking awesome. The banter, Jay, you love fucking nerd porn. I love nerd porn. Yeah, I love Aaron Claude Miller. Yeah. So I mean, uh, I'm glad to finally get to talk to Jay. I'm yeah. glad to be on again and be on the hundredth episode, man. I have no no problem leaving right now, making room for other people because I'll get to hear them uh, whenever it gets edited. Yeah. yeah, we couldn't do one. We couldn't do a final episode without Aaron Claude Miller. Absolutely, no. Aaron Claude Miller's. How long have you been with us, dude? I will say probably episode two. Actually, I'm wow. not as good as the Sparenbergs because I I found you guys. I think when the second episode came out. Yeah, but I think. I was like the second person to email you because you had just read an email on like episode three or four from yeah. someone random, and you were like, "Someone else that we don't know wrote us." So I wrote you an email. <laughs> Guys, this has been a, it's been a crazy ride. I mean, I, uh, like if honestly, like if if Jake, let me ask you this, dude, because you've been you've done the most episodes with me. Like oh, if wow. we were if we were to start episode one today, mm-hmm. would you be able to do it? I mean, I personally, I'm saying no. Like if you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think I could do it again. You mean with having this experience still? Could I start over again? No, no. Just like just like starting from episode one right now. Ugh. I mean, I don't think I could start. I don't think I could start over again and like try to gain the listeners that we have now. I mean, like the listeners that we have now. Like, dude, I fucking I love Aaron. I fucking love Dana, Kevin, Ashley, Dan West, Joseph. All these listeners that we talked to today, the listeners that we get emails from, like. Like, like knowing now, like the fact that we might not be able to catch the attention of fucking like Adam Cornett or fucking like Sean Lahazet or any of these listeners. I don't know if I could do it now. Like, this is like this is like the perfect fucking storm for me, honestly. Yeah, it must have just been the right time, the right place to get yeah. to get all of these the people. Alcohol. <laughs> uh, oh shit! Oh shit! You're, okay, so you're basically saying like alcohol and <laughs> what? Brian's having a Bud Light moment. <laughs> I love all these guys, and I don't know what I'd do without them. Dude, it was I when you first started, you yeah. could definitely tell you were a little tanked. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Yeah. We used to call alcohol the fifth leftover. <laughs> True. That was so, so basically, like, um, there's not an episode of Pop Culture Leftovers in, unless I get fucking wasted. Right. You get a little slurry towards the end of all Fair enough. <laughs> Even when he's not drinking, he still tried to keep that up and slur it up a bit in the last 15 minutes. Well, you try to spend eight hours. Right, well, I got to get out of here anyways. I'm going to go to Tate's. I'll periscope in a little bit. Aaron, Aaron, thank you so much, dude. Uh, hey, thanks for having me. Guys. You're a friend of the podcast, and I hope to have you on in the future. I know we're going to have you on in the future, and I hope to be on an episode of fucking nerd porn in the future. 
Yeah, I gotta figure out how to get it to not lag because my internet sucks super bad, so that's why I'm really scared to record via Skype. Oh, you so- you sound like Frank making excuses. Yeah. Maybe try Google Hangouts or something. Maybe that'd work better for just you. Gotta guys. yell at yeah. it. I'll have to try that out. You can do it, Air Bear. Air Bear. <laughs> I want to have everybody on at some point. Dave, I definitely want to have you on when I have some of my feminist friends come on because it would be a fest. I would be honored. There's quite right. a few of them that hey, love you. Dana, Kevin, if you guys want to stick around, it's up to you, but I'm going to bring another guest on. I'm going to hit stop and I'll call cool. you back right back if you want to, if you want to join us. Sure. And we're back. All right. Aaron, Aaron. Bye-bye. Aaron, thank you so much, dude. Thanks for having me. Guys. All Thanks, right. Man. Hey, listen to fucking nerd porn, leftover army. <laughs> you fucking, the, like them on Facebook. <laughs> Fucking assholes. <laughs> well, a lot of your guys, a lot of your listeners did, actually, so we appreciate that. Yeah, but I know, yes, I know, uh, us. my boy Finn Dietz Creek fucking listens. Finn. Yeah, I, I got a couple of emails from, from your listeners, uh, that now listen to us, and Good. it's been awesome, so. Good. Aaron, We're sorry. Now, I will see you guys later. Have a great 100th episode, <laughs> and I'm sorry to see you guys go, but you know what? We, we, you, uh, you can come on Nerd Porn anytime. You fucking can guest if you, if you want stress free. Right. If we get the podcasting bug, we can always just go on nerd porn after this. <laughs> All right. Yeah, good Absolutely. deal. Absolutely. <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, Dana, Kevin, we'll call you right back, and we'll bring somebody else on. All right. Okay. Great. All right. Hanging up on these fucking assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Christ, we got more listeners still? <laughs> We're almost through every single one, so it <laughs> won't be much longer. All right, let me see. I'm still recording. So. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? Who's next on the I love the how everybody's like, yeah, when you guys get done editing this show. Oh, I love that too. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the magical editing process of Pop Culture Leftovers. Poof. <laughs> <laughs> you mean uploaded? <laughs> All right, let me see if he's fucking... Shit, uh, you know what? Fuck. Uh, is it time for Sean? I'm gonna see it. Is Sean still What the Is fuck? Sean on? <laughs> is Jay's you doing, right in there, Jay? Jay's doing Thundercats reenactments while pissing. That's how he gets ready to piss, you know? <laughs> Thunder! Thunder! <laughs> that sounds like somebody getting ready to orgasm. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Jay's currently pissing all over the seat because of that. <laughs> no wonder that cat's so angry. Sounds like he's time. trying to pass a fucking watermelon. <laughs> Come on, somebody talk, God. <laughs> oh, you're, you're the fucking showrunner around here. Why don't you fucking say something? Well, I've got some notes here we can go over if you yeah, like. Yeah, <laughs> let, Hey, let's go through those notes while I'm trying to play like, the intro that I worked all morning on. Hey Jake, check out these comics. <laughs> no, seriously, what the fuck were you guys talking about? I wasn't. Don't let me in. I'm no, I'm, no, no, I'm no. What was here. he talking to you about while I was trying to fucking give you the intro? He was showing me um, comic book solicits. What a dickhead! <laughs> I'm excited. Is Finn coming on? No, he's not. Coming oh, on. I was you talking to Finn earlier. You know why? Because he doesn't appreciate you oh. and the way that fucking you don't appreciate it's all not what of that. he said like five hours ago. You know what? Finn's a slut. Oh. Plus it's past his I, bedtime. Yeah, I, think, I think it's illegal to call someone his age a slut. You know what? 
I don't give a shit. No. <laughs> you know what? You know why we're ending at 100 episodes? Because Jay had to call him the heart and soul <laughs> of fucking pop culture leftovers. You know, was, you know who the... No! I was, no! How drunk no. were you? Do you know who the fucking heart and soul of this fucking thing is? I know who is. Me. Yeah. <laughs> me. <laughs> me, you fucking I asshole. I was just drunk. It's cool. <laughs> me. I you don't have In case you. you guys haven't realized, there's a lot of empty beer cans at this table at the moment. So. It was young, fresh. <laughs> you have done nothing. I know. You've been you've been gone for fifty goddamn episodes. You're correct. You're correct. I'm not denying it. Fucking uh, Dave shows up, you know, whenever the fuck he wants to, and acts like he's been here the whole goddamn time. <laughs> Frank. Oh, my back. Oh, my back. Like you're fucking Mrs. Fletcher on the fucking Life Alert commercial. <laughs> and then, I can't get up. The, no, the only fucking motherfucker I can count on this motherfucker, Jake. Yeah. Motherfucker. Jake, you motherfucking boy. Yeah. Yeah. The only time I had to leave, it was like the serious fucking shit. It's serious shit. Shit gets stolen. Yeah, you can read about my problems in the goddamn paper, not Hell just yeah. through text. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jake, Jake. Yeah, people, Funny because it's true. No, no, man. Like, yo, know, Jake gets arrested. So, uh, fucking motherfuckers break into his crib and shit and steal his shit. SWAT team. Yeah. But fucking. <laughs> the fuck, SWAT team stole it? You know? Fucking, uh, Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't put past him this time. Fucking, uh, Frank's fucking, like, like, little fucking toe hurts him and shit, and he can't join the fucking podcast. Dave, who knows what the fuck he's doing? If I go to jail, I use my one call to get on this fucking podcast. Chick <laughs> <laughs> Skyping it. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, okay, so I'm gonna call, let's see here. I'm gonna call, I'm gonna call fucking, uh, I'm going to call some people right now. So here we go. So here we go. I'm going to add. You just start dialing random and fucking. <laughs> you put up the geek symbol up into the sky. He's waiting for Sean to see it. Smoke him if you get him. Here we go. Here we go. Boom. Making some calls. Talking to some people. We calling Ghostbusters back? Wait, what's going on? Here we go. Who, hey, who are we talking Yo. to? Who are we talking to? Hey. What up? Hey. All right, I know I got Dana. And Dana, Dana, I'm looking. I'm not looking at your wall right now. I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you, fucking going all Kid Rock and flipping the bird and shit. Well, shit. Much respect for that. Uh, I know, Kevin. Are you back? Yeah, I'm here. All right, and who's our third guest? Oh man, you got. Uh, do I just jump in and say this is Sean? Yeah. <laughs> Can I get a fucking round of a fucking applause for fucking Sean? Sean Hamilton from the League of Geeks. And would you drop the NWA beat for me? Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Drop it. We'll get Frank beatboxing. Go for it, Frank. We were actually going to play a real American uh, as your entrance music, if that's what you want. I said said no Hulkamania. I said no Hulkamania this episode. Nobody's Hulkamania. Hulkamania is fucking dead. No more Hulkamania. That should be the title of this episode. Yeah. Hulkamania is dead. Hulkamania is dead. Hulkamania. Uh, I, I need I need something more dope than that though. I, I got you know I got I need like a rap song or something. <laughs> no, no, you tell yeah. me you tell me what you need and I'll I'll throw it in the episode. No, no, no it's all good. Straight up, no, 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 Hamilton. If you if you want to fucking be fucking Beyonce and be a fucking diva right now, Sean. <laughs> whatever. How's your stomach doing, Sean? After that butter beer. 
Oh, bro. Man, you know what? It's how I say, if you like cream soda and you like root beer, then you're good to go. You'll probably like it. But for me, I'm not a fan of neither one. So I don't know if I like them mixed together, though. <laughs> God, it was so buttery, man. It was it was ridiculous. <laughs> you know, hey, John, you know what? Universal. You know what? Makes yeah, me- I was uh, D- Disney and Universal. Yes. Nice. Yeah, that butter beer is not good. <laughs> the butter beer is very polarizing, right? <laughs> it destroys your stomach so hard. Dude. Man, I was in. Uh, it was funny. I had a story about that because I was actually I went to the bathroom. And in the bathroom, you hear actually uh, moaning. Is it moaning Mona? What, I don't know. What moaning Myrtle. Moaning Myrtle. Yeah, moaning Myrtle. So I was in the bathroom, and I heard her chiming in when I was on the toilet. It was creepy. I, I, <laughs> when I'm here at Jay's recording and I'm in the bathroom, I usually hear Frank moaning. <laughs> right outside the door. Do they have glory holes in the uh, Harry oh. Potter bathrooms? Glory <laughs> 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 I would have punched somebody right in the dick. <laughs> Dude, this is awesome. Like, last episode, episode 99, we did our Ant-Man episode. We had fucking Steve from your show, and now we've got fucking Sean joining us for fucking episode 100. This is fucking awesome, Sean. You've been with us for how fucking long, dude? Yo, since day, probably day one, Probably man. day one, man. Probably day one. That's awesome. Yeah. Dude, it's I, so- I told I, I was I told you I was going to curse you out if I didn't get on this show. <laughs> <laughs> and for listeners who don't know, anybody who's ever said that that symbol of pop culture leftovers is really really cool. Thank this man. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did the fucking logo, dude. So brilliant. Well, you guys are welcome. Hey, hey, I was talking. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. What's up? Oh, okay. Did Sean do the posters too? No, no, I probably did. I don't think so. No. No. We have posters? <laughs> yeah, hold on. No, neither do I. Shut the fuck up, Dana! I'm gonna send that shit to you. Just fucking stop it. <laughs> <laughs> that was like two years ago, wasn't it? I know. <laughs> yeah, you're right, you're right. Dana. I'm holding a grudge. I know you're holding a grudge. I'm gonna get it to you, I swear. I'm a fucking procrastinator. I'm a man. That's don't don't That's piss Dana off. She'll attack you on social I, media. No shit, dude. I heard she fucking went off in your ass. <laughs> Ninja. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, we're here. We're talking about episode 100. Uh, you guys can talk to us about anything you want to talk to us about. So, like, whatever the fuck. I mean, you know, like, what's awesome is, like, uh, Sean has been with us from, like, the early days and shit. And, uh, Sean, like, you're, you're fucking, I think, honestly, and I'm not trying to take credit for something awesome, but, like, our podcast pretty much created the League of Geeks. It did. It did. I, I'll never, I'll never hold that back and say you didn't. I, I actually give you kudos on that one, bro. I definitely do. It's something that I'm proud of, dude. You, you should be. You I'm should not, be. We, we, we put in, we put in a lot of work because you, man. Thank you gave birth to another podcast. I know. I, They've got spinoffs and shit now. Yeah, I know. Merchandising. No, it's not. <laughs> it's guys. It's we ain't not, going that far. It's not. Even, <laughs> it's not even a spinoff. I mean, like they've taken something that I started and they've done their own thing, and it's really awesome. And uh, it's something that I'm really proud of. Like it's, it's fucking cool. Like 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 Steve and Sean and Alil did not even know each other. They met each other through pop culture leftovers, 
and now they're doing their own podcast. Yeah. They have their own listeners. Like they have their own listeners that don't even listen to our shit show. That was something, oh, yeah. that was something I, you know, I, that was something you talked about early on yeah. before we, I, I think it was after episode one. Like if this can inspire other people to kind of do this stuff that, right. you know, want to just get out there and, you know, have some freedom with it. That's, that's cool. You know, that, yeah. that alone is awesome, you know? And you know, hey, Sean, hey, heads mm-hmm. up, dude. I was talking to Dana and Kevin a few months mm-hmm. ago, off air, and they were like, you know who we really miss? We miss fucking the League of Geeks. Those guys were a lot of fun to listen. Those guys were a lot of fun to listen to. Oh. Definitely. Definitely. Well, th- well this, is, this is how I see it. Like, I, I honestly, <laughs> I, I'm... I really, really do thank you, Brian. Like every day, I really do thank you, and I thank the guys who who I, who I podcast with. But like I said, you guys were one of the first podcasts I've probably ever listened to, like literally. And I thank all you guys, Jake, Jason, uh, Dave, uh, sometimes Frank. Don't know. <laughs> 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 the why, and sometimes Frank. why he's very accurate. Yeah. Everybody's still wondering why. <laughs> I, I, you know, you guys keep me going. Like, you know, for our show, you guys keep me going. You guys keep the keep the lights. You guys just keep the, keep it going, and I enjoy that from you know our our podcast community. And you know, I tell Brian all the time, I feel like we should probably start like a whole network. But Brian, you know, he you know he gonna curse everybody out. So. <laughs> Well, Sean, we're, we're, we're officially – I'd be cursing back at it. We'd be going through it. We're officially passing the torch to you guys because we're out of here. Yeah, we're, we're done. We're hang- fuck. Yeah, first of all, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to run with y'all on that. I'm going to run with y'all on that, but I'll see y'all, I'll see y'all on 101. <laughs> Sean, you're the only reason I've been able to stay awake this long through the episode, so thank you. <laughs> Dave, fuck you. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> I love, I but, love, I love but wait, I, wait, Brian, I've been trying to get this shit out for like the, for what, since damn near, let's say a hundred episodes. Yeah. And Jake, you know, I got mad respect for you, son. I do. I really, really do. But yes. yo, the fact that you hate Man of Steel, you and Alil are on my fucking shit list. I said, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because, because me and Alil are the only two people that hate Man of Steel. <laughs> yep. it's, it's the most universally loved comic book movie of all time. Correct. Oh, I don't like it God. either. It's garbage. Oh, it's fucking hot garbage. Oh my God, you guys kill me, man! Like it was, it, it's it set up something that we've all. This is how I see it. It probably set up more hot garbage. <laughs> oh, <laughs> don't say that, Jay. Come on. We got all these people. DC movies are so much better than Marvel movies. DC movies? Why is there plural? There's only been one for fucking five years now. True, true, true. I, I do agree with you. But yeah, DC, yeah, DC, DC animation trumps. The Marvel animation any day. Oh, I completely agree. I, on the animation front, DC is a, a billion times better. I completely agree. This this is how this is how I'm gonna break it down for y'all, and this is how I see it. Like yeah, we've dude. always we we've always wanted these movies, and you know, we get so critical. I think we've gotten spoiled from these movies, and now that I think our bar, I think right now is set so high for for all type of movies. Is that we've come to a point where we're just like, oh, I don't want to see this shit, or this this is garbage, or this dude, is garbage. But the, but the kid the kid inside of all of us love these movies. I don't give a shit if you hate them 
or if you love them, you still like to see them on the screen. I want to see Let's something different, though. I'm so sick of the, the Marvel formula. Right. I'm sorry. Right. Like the fucking cutesy uh, fucking Ant-Man bullshit. Like I, I like the movie, but it wasn't like mind-blowing. I want to see something where they fucking take some risks. And yeah, you know what? I fucking commend Zack Snyder for the fucking, fucking uh, uh, Ma, Ma Kent fucking speech yeah. that she gives in the trailer. Because, you know what, I mean, yeah, like, okay, fucking Marvel isn't making fucking Hank Pym a wife beater. I'm not saying that, like, oh, that's what they need to do. I'm not saying that's a, they would assume, I'm not saying that's a great thing, but Marvel, on the flip side, they're not, they're not making him a wife beater, but they're also making Scott Lang a Robin Hood. And they're, and they're also making everybody just a wonderful person. Everybody's just so wonderful. And, and everyone gets saved. Yeah. <laughs> everybody in the Marvel world is just a wonderful person, and I I want to see fucking. I want to see a studio say fuck it and take some risks. Um, right. You know, I honestly, I fucking think that uh, somebody's calling me right now. I don't know. I don't know who it is. Hang up on him. I'm not gonna answer. <laughs> Telemarketer. I'm not gonna answer. We, we got serious shit going on. Hang up yeah. on him. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm not. You know, I want to see a studio take some fucking risks. And I think DC's taking risks. Number one, making fucking Will Smith fucking Deadshot because yeah. I'm worried about that a little bit. I I want to see Deadshot. I don't want to see Will Smith. Yeah. Well, you're gonna get you're gonna get Will Smith out of this because this is this is this is like the first time Will Smith's been in the movie in a minute, a yeah. really okay movie at this point, and you know you're gonna get the Will Smith. Hey, let's save, let's save the world, kind of Will Smith. You know what I mean? I it's agree. DC's happen. taking risk. I mean, they're putting Henry Cavill in another movie. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> Shut the fuck up! Henry Cavill. Like, have you saw that? Have you saw the trailers for uh, uh, the Man, man from, from Uncle? The Man, man from, from Uncle. Oh, that movie looks Yo, terrible. I kind of like it. I no, 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 like it. I'm not gonna lie to you. It looks kind of good. Army Hammer looks so terrible. Army Hammer looks terrible, but fucking uh, Henry Cavill looks like he's a fucking suave motherfucker. Right. Oh, right. Jesus. Well, when is the My Mother the Car movie coming out? I mean, what's with all... Uh, well, well, hey, oh, when's, when's, when's the fucking Jake spinoff podcast coming out? Fucking never. <laughs> Probably. I agree. We're getting podquack. The, the Man from Uncle is by Guy Ritchie. So Guy Ritchie's a pretty good director, man. He's not a bad director. Guy Ritchie's made so some fucking garbage. Level. Yeah, yeah. I, honestly, I think like uh, fucking uh, Lock, Stock, and, Snoot, and Two Smoking Barrels is still his best movie. Yeah, I think That's Snatch really is good. overrated, too. I, I'm not a big fan of totally. Snatch either, dude. Wow. <laughs> he did that shitty movie no. with his ex-wife Madonna. The best thing he's ever done is fuck Madonna. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just fucking said it. Get over it. <laughs> I, feel, I feel the same way, though, about the Marvel movies, especially after uh, Age of Ultron and Ant-Man. I mean, the, the villain in Ant-Man just fucking screamed of the same villain in the first fucking Iron Man movie. Yeah. It, it's just lame-ass villains over and over again, and it's the formula, and... They need to break away from that. It's starting to get old. I don't disagree with that. I totally second that, too. Yeah. Holy shit, I didn't even know Frank was here. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> to these guys. <laughs> Welcome to the table, Sean. <laughs> I, my bad, Frank. I'm sorry. I didn't oh. mean to, you know, shit on you earlier. But oh, no. <laughs> We've been shitting on him all episode. Don't sweat it. Yeah. We knew he was yeah. here. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, these guys didn't know if I was even going to show up until I showed up. So. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Holy shit, Frank! Yeah. Right? <laughs> hey, hey, what's up, dude? Hey, what's up? Welcome, Frank. On your left. <laughs> <laughs> On your left. 
<laughs> Poor Mackie. Poor Mackie. Oh, yeah. my God. Poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> Him and fucking Ant-Man. Anthony Mackie and Ant-Man. I beat up an Avenger. No, you beat up a wannabe. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Uh, I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to stay on too long, uh, Brian. I just wanted to, you know, say what's up to everybody, and you know, I mean, jump off here. I got work to do, man. I got you know shit to take care of. So. We'll get back to this man of steel shit, Sean. It ain't over. Oh, it ain't over, cause it ain't over. We, right. we, we, we'll, we'll get into it. Hey, um, hey, Jason, I've never agreed with you on so many movies before. I I thought when you first start, I thought you were kind of negative, Nancy, but now. <laughs> I'm kind of riding with you on, on on like a lot of movies that you that you've been uh, liking lately. So just to give you a heads up on that, I'm with you. Well, hey, what movies, dude? Well, he liked he liked Terminator, and I did. Oh, shut the fuck up, Sean! I did. That was garbage. I didn't give it a high rating. I gave it a middle rating. Yeah. But I did enjoy it a little. Yeah, you know what? That's a, that's a, that's a, you know, seriously. Terminator Genesis is garbage, dude. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> fucking giving it a safe fucking rating and shit. The special effects were good. <laughs> um, I agree with you, Sean. Even Brian said that, though, and he tossed the movie. Right. <laughs> but you can be totally serious. You see Matt Smith in there for like three seconds early on. You're like, oh, fuck, he's the bad guy. Yeah, well, yeah. They, they fucked that up, though. They fucked that up in the beginning of the trailers. Yeah. Like, they, they gave a lot away in the trailers. But they did that because I don't think they think the movie was going to be good. That's probably why. Yeah, yeah they got the name Terminator. They're going to get butts in seats. They no, don't no, no, spoil. they're not. No, they're not. Because, like, like they didn't get enough people in. They didn't get enough butts After in seats. After the fact, though, I feel like if they would have right. kept more under the vest, they would have got the butts in the seats. They showed enough to where oh, people yeah, needed not yeah, to come. Yeah. Hey, uh, you yeah, know they should have, they should have let, let it be run by word of mouth for the people that enjoyed the yeah. first two movies mm-hmm. and just let the word of mouth drive more people into seats. Oh god, that, that wouldn't have happened because word of mouth would have been like, oh my god, this fucking movie's awful except for fucking people like Sean. And me. And Jay. At least they wouldn't have lost to a movie that had been out for three weeks though had they not showed so much in the trailer. Yeah. Do you think yeah. that it was really just a sorry ass attempt at trying to get like the nostalgia, like a remake thing without it, it being was, a remake. Basically, it was you know what we still have the property. We don't have yeah. any. We don't have a competent director like fucking James Cameron to do it. We can get Alan Taylor, who made an amazing <laughs> Thor movie, to do this. <laughs> <laughs> and then they put out this movie where it was just like you know what. Now, welcome to the Terminator land of make-a-believe where you can do whatever the fuck you want to because there's time streams and we can do whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> it's like a Terminator theme park. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's basically Terminator Terminator Genesis was called Terminator Fan Fiction. Uh, it was uh, like letting anybody write the movie, write the movie that they wanted to, in my opinion. And I, I don't understand the people that connected with Arnold in that movie because I thought Arnold was horrible in that movie. Really? Yeah, I thought Arnold. I thought Arnold was absolutely horrible. They were like the whole movie was Arnold smiling, and it was like that was a deleted scene in Terminator Two. And you know why it was deleted? Because it was stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Hey Brian, did you see? Did you see Maggie? Maggie? Yeah, The Simpsons? No, no, no. The one with uh, his daughter turned to a zombie. Oh no, no, I did not see that. That's a Schwarzenegger movie. I didn't see that movie. I'm sorry. Check check it out. Okay. When you get a chance, check it out. It so was, you're it saying you need to watch Maggie? Not. You need to watch Maggie in order to appreciate uh, Terminator Genesis? No, you just need to appreciate Arnold Schwarzenegger. 
If I want to appreciate Arnold Schwarzenegger, I'll go back and watch Terminator 2. I'll watch Total Recall. I'll watch Commando. Yeah. I'll watch uh, anything yeah, that he Fuck did. Fuck for that matter. Total Recall is my all-time I'll de- favorite. I'll watch anything that he did pre-Governator because uh, everything I've watched <laughs> since has been absolute garbage. Pumping iron. Watch Mag. Watch Maggie, man. Just watch it. I think you might like. I think you might. I'm just saying. I think. I don't know. All right. I've been fooled before. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. Hey, hey, Sean. I'm I'm with you, dude. I love fucking Man of Steel, dude. So. Me too. Me too. All right, look. I'm out of here, yo. I love you guys, man. Keep it. Keep the party going. Don't fucking quit because you guys are buttholes if you do. We're done, man. We're hanging up the capes, man. Yeah. All right. Look, I'll see y'all next episode. All right. yeah. <laughs> we love you, Sean. Invite, invite us on to your podcast if you want to hear more of us. Because first of all, I can't get y'all on because y'all got y'all. You guys do different times. Like you ain't invited me once. Times you guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll come on your I, podcast I, and shit all over Man of Steel anytime. <laughs> oh, you know what? Next time we review it, you're, you're bringing your ass on, and you better be available on the time that we got. Don't let Brian contradict because Brian will start yelling at you and shit. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen, you give me a, you give me a two week notice, I'm on there guaranteed. Got you then, dude. Then we gonna make that party happen. Then Jason, whenever you want to get on, Dave, I don't know. You might not. I don't know. You might start shitting on us. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of cranky lately, homie. I don't know, bro. I like I, I like a little. I know a little's into the bobbleheads like I am. Yeah, yeah. You two, you, you two guys are like in fucking Funko Pop heaven. I don't know. <laughs> Sean, Sean, I would behave myself just out of love for you, man. Oh, uh, cool. And, Do you and believe we'll that? Make this party happen, Frank. He'll stay awake oh, for your no, podcast. <laughs> Say what? Uh, and Jake, and and Jake, I got a I got a Duff Duff Energy beer for you too, buddy. Just oh, dude, you know, I want that I'll so send, bad. I'll send it to you. Oh yes. He's not, he's not bullshitting, dude. I still want that Captain Imprint that you said you were gonna give me. I just I, I moved, so I got to give you my new address. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, just just send me something, and um, I'll try to get some stuff out to you guys, and yada yada yada. All right, yeah, we'll we'll talk on Facebook. All right, man. Later, guys. Love you guys. Later, you. I'm out. Peace. Later on, Sean. Later, oh, man. man. Brian, I'll talk to you. I'll, I'll, Brian, I'll call you later on this week. Sounds good, dude. All right, bro. Later. All right, later. Later. I think Sean's the only listener I like. Kevin and Dana still aren't on, are they? <laughs> what? Yes, we are. Oh, oh, you guys are okay, too. <laughs> guy, Guy likes Man of Steel, and I still like him, so that's saying something. That is saying something, yeah. That's a huge compliment. <laughs> yes, yes. You, what do you guys, what do you guys rate Man of Steel? I know Dana said she tosses it. Yeah, yeah I got, down. I got, at best, it's a low tasted. Oh, thank God, I'm outnumbered over here, guys. It's like four okay. Tupperwares against me. No, I mean, I loved the, I loved what they did visually, but the story itself was one of those things I was like, a little bit more, or a little bit less, and I can't really even say which way. It's like, give me a little bit more about him playing Clark, because that seems to be terribly, terribly lacking in that. And that adds kind of the comedic stuff. I mean, that's what we got with Chris Reeve. Or give me less of that and, you know, and just give me pure, you know, capes and tights. Yeah, I hear you. I remember when I saw that movie the first time after that oil rig scene, I was like, damn, this movie's actually going to be good. I can't fucking believe it. And then, and then I was asleep. Oh god! Fuck yeah. off! I was well, searching on my phone. I was done too. I literally fell asleep. I had to see Man of Steel twice. It was like fuck. <laughs> Why didn't I drink a Red Bull? Dave loved the movie, but yet he still fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what Dave does. Hey, hey, Dana, uh, Kevin, do you guys want to keep with the show, or do you are you guys signing off? Um, we can stay for a little bit. We can stay a little bit longer. Hey, don't sound too excited. Um. <laughs> 
like everyone yeah, else. I, I want to know who our next guest is. Come on, prep me. Okay, I'm gonna. You know what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna I'm gonna hang up with you guys, and I'm gonna get our next guest on with us. Hopefully, it's not Gafford. Sorry, Dana. We don't do prep here. <laughs> we're anti-prep. All right. all right. I will. All right. We're gonna call you right back. One moment. All right. Thank God Dana's gone. She's driving me crazy. Guys. <laughs> I, I, I'm kidding. I, I love. I love the Sparrow Bikes. Dude, it fucking blows my mind that we have listeners that like we in- announce their fucking engagement on our fucking show. Yeah, that that's crazy. fucking unbelievable. That was crazy. I remember the first time uh, Jared and Emily wrote in. We were we were thinking that they were both sitting on each other's lap while they were typing the email. Yeah, lovingly. <laughs> I've I've had so much fun this episode. Like, this episode. This is my favorite episode of all time. Yeah. It is. My, it's my favorite. Like talking to these people, I love I love every one of them. Oh, this fuck, is my dude. favorite episode. I of love all when time. Hamilton comes on so much. Like uh, that, I love. It kept me excited. I've never really got to talk to Sean on the podcast. That's I talk, like a, dude. I talked to Sean on the phone and shit. That was great. Sean's great. Here we go. I'm I'm. I'm making a phone call. Who is Are you it? guys ready? Here we go. I got my hose it hit hitting me up with messages like, what the fuck's going on? Hose? Uh, oh, wow. Hey, I know I'm talking to Dana. <laughs> hey, am I talking to Kevin? Yeah, you got me. Am I talking to Sean? Yeah, I'm here. Cause Holy shit, Sean Lahazit fucking joining us. So we got Dana, Kevin, and Sean. So what's up, guys? All right, this is fucking, this is the episode, episode 100. It's called The Milieu of You because it's all about you, and we want you guys to talk to us about anything the fuck that you want to talk about. Sean, thank you so much. Dude, we got to fucking see that video that Dan West put together. I was going to bring that up, too. And you were rocking the fucking wife beater in that fucking thing, so I oh, want yeah. you to talk to us. Oh, yeah, that was late at night when I finally remembered to send that video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was uh, I was really interested in seeing what everybody else was going to send. And, uh, that was, I thought it was a really nice, diverse uh, range of videos. It was awesome. Have you seen some of the other videos? Uh, he yeah, saw the whole clip. I, I posted it on Facebook. Oh, did you? Yeah. Look yeah. At and you. we got a preview. Dan sent around a preview to everybody who was involved. Okay. Oh, okay. And then Dan's already posted it, so when I went out for my last smoke, I was sharing it all over the place. Showrunner Jake here. Yeah, showrunner Jake. <laughs> Social media showrunner. I gotta get, I gotta get prepped for my, for when I start my hosting gig. Yeah, yeah fucking, uh, you, you're fucking doing your own shit. I'm doing my own shit. Yeah, you are. Look at you. All by yourself. I'm, I'm a big boy, all grown up. Right? Not all by myself. I got helpers. Oh. Oh, I'm excited, man. Me and Eric Grubb have become real tight. Ever since you had him on, Grub's awesome. I thank you for having him on. He's a great guy. He's a good guy. So, yeah, but let's talk about people that are on the episode. <laughs> I know yeah, they're okay. <laughs> they're okay, and that's the best yeah, you can expect from Jake. Going hey, through all kinds of stuff, and we've also been. Uh, you guys, I told you guys about three, four months ago that we finally started getting into comics, and now we've got basically pseudo pool lists from our local shop, and we go up there and we pull stuff out, and we spend way too much time up there. We totally consumed lock and key in like a week bravo yeah, that's and something i need to read brilliant cat has actually got a line on a really good uh comic that i think you guys might enjoy called providence uh you want to talk about that a little bit alan moore yeah. dave yes. providence yeah you've been reading that yeah uh it's the new one by alan moore if you read necronomicon his last one and you were turned off by the very overt uh, per, downright perverse imagery. This one, uh, completely goes in the other direction. 
if you're into the Cthulhu mythos at all, it has that as a very deep, deep subtext. But the whole theme of the book so far, and it's only two issues in of a 12-issue series, but it's all about the subtlety of what lies beneath uh, our world and the story at large. I mean, it's the it's the only comic I've I've ever read that has pages of prose in it. It's 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 really really good. Yeah, it's one that they recommended that you could read several times and get a little bit something else out of the story each time you read it. That's awesome. I'm a big H.P. Lovecraft fan myself, so maybe. I, and, but I do not like Alan Moore typically, so maybe maybe I'll give this a shot. So you yeah, guys we picked it up a couple days ago, and honestly, haven't cracked the cover because I was finishing up uh, the humongous volume two of Batman Eternal, mm. and uh, that run I'm really enjoying. I loved that, and the Court of Owls stuff was fantastic. Oh yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. that led me to the DC animated Batman versus Robin with uh, Damian Wayne, and yep. that was a lot of fun too. And then what did we do last night? Atlantis. Throne of Atlantis. I, I know uh, what no. I know what nobody did. They they didn't let fucking Sean talk when when Sean Lahazet <laughs> fucking joined the fucking podcast. Everybody's <laughs> like, you know, what, uh, you know, let's just talk and not let Sean fucking Lahazet talk. He just joined the fucking podcast. Fuck Sean. I'm already looking at fucking Dana's picture and she's flipping me the fucking bird. And it, it's almost like she's flipping Sean the bird. Sean, welcome to the show. <laughs> Sean's such a cute baby. Don't flip the bird at a baby. Oh yeah, my picture. Sean, welcome, but, uh, welcome to the show, dude. I, I don't know if anybody's talked about it yet today, but something I really want to talk about was over the last year, I've actually kind of moved from being a huge Marvel fan as far as TV and movies to DC, mainly because of the television shows, right? Yeah. But I think DC is really shooting themselves in the foot because every time they build up a cliffhanger or climax, they spoil the shit like the next day before Anything's even aired. Um, first off, when the Arrow, with their season finale, they had the whole, what's going on with the Atom. And then they, what, the next day they showed the upfronts for Le- uh, Legends of Tomorrow, where yeah. they spoil what happened to them. And then, also in the season finale of Arrow, they kind of hit that Arrow's tiring. But then he walks out at San Diego Comic Con with Green Arrow outfit. So it's kind of like, we already know what's going to happen with this upcoming season. And like, what else are they going to spoil before? You know, instead of letting us wonder what's going on all summer, you know what to expect. No, that's, that's that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I honestly, I haven't been watching Arrow uh, religiously. I've been watching more of the Flash stuff. So, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, it's it sounds like uh, like a lot of these fucking different shows haven't been uh, you know, keeping these. I don't know. Of course, we know that they're going to come back with a fucking you know season. Uh, what is it? Uh, Arrow's coming back with season. Is it four now? Four. Yeah, four. Yeah. Yeah. We know they're going to come back, but yeah. I mean, I think they should keep it a little bit more secretive. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. Dave. Especially with all these shows connecting to each other, you know, it's um, I guess kind of like it's hard to keep a secret right now these days. They want to get the viewership there. Well, I, I think that goes for everything. I, get, I think it goes for movies. I think it goes for Marvel TV series. I, I, I don't think you can help but be spoiled if you're paying attention mm-hmm. to any of this stuff. You know, they, they want you to anticipate that kind of thing, and they want you to be the guy that tells all their friends, 
you're the guy that read the comic books. You're the guy that knows these characters. Oh, and I, so they kind of want yeah. you to tell the other people about what's I mean, even on. with the fucking uh, the Flash TV show, we knew eventually Flash was going to have the fucking emblem with the white logo. Yeah, it wasn't a big surprise. Because we saw it in the fucking first season when they showed the future newspaper. So, right. I mean, we knew it eventually was going to happen. I didn't know they, they were going to bust it out in the fucking second season and shit. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think we live in a world where, you know, everything's going to be spoiled. Hey, Sean, honestly, like, the from what I'm hearing about the third season of Flat, uh, if Arrow, excuse me, it's like people aren't as excited about the show as they were after the first two seasons. Like, this third season kind of kind of shit the bed a little bit from what I'm hearing. Yeah, definitely did. They, they tried to wait to to Batman, and uh, I think they're going to try to course correct in this next season. Right. Uh, but... Uh, what do you think about the Flash? As far as you think, opening up the time traveling, um, will you think we'll still have that same tone and feeling that you loved about season one? Or you uh, think this one be so different? This will be that could hamper the show. I'm worried about it. Absolutely, it could hamper the show. I mean, anytime you get into anything that has to deal with like different time streams and time travel, uh, you could really screw this up. Like. I think they already screwed it up a little bit. Like when they showed us like Cisco's death and then like now Cisco's back. There's like no repercussions from that. And uh, it's like anything that like like that has any weight in the show. Oh, well, that we can just fix it with time travel and different time streams. And it's like nothing means nothing. There's like no weight or consequences to this show. I, I think I think they need to – I think they the show needs to have weight. I think it needs to have consequences. And you just can't fucking, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Do you think they should have held off on making him? Um, now his name's forgetting me. His uh, uh, vibe, because I mean the actor. Grant Gustin. Have a more seasons of him, like maybe weightlifting a little more before they make him a, a, a like a. He's talking about Cisco. On him. Oh, Cisco. Yeah. Do Do I think that they should have? Uh, uh, held off on on kind of hinting at him being vibe until. Um, and one number one is they already have kind of convoluted with all the time travel. But then also you kind of had them put on some uh, muscle before they put in their costume. Dave, what are you thinking, man? I, I see your wheels fucking. Yeah, um, well, I think what he's saying is that they're they're blowing their wad too early on the on the on the vibe thing I'm because not gonna, I'm not going to disagree. They had the they had the big conversation with Wells and him where he was talking about well that changed you and you have abilities you just don't realize it. Right. And he's saying that you know we should have got that actor sort of in better shape for the transition to vibe. Uh, do you think Sean that part of the reason that they're giving us so much is because they think the audience is uninvolved? Do you think it's because they just think we're dumb? Like, why do you think that is? I think I think there was a lot of anticipation, like, wanting to see him, but I think that's good there was anticipation. Uh, the problem, I think you don't, they're going to get the same problem they had with Laurel. When she became the, the Black Canary, nobody really believed it because she went from being a lawyer to a crime fighter in a couple episodes and with little training. And I think the same problem we have with Cisco. He doesn't have, you know, have him get his ass beat a couple of times and then want to learn to fight. And then then slowly develop, as he's developing his new skills and training, he discovers his powers naturally, not being told by Wells. And then uh, I'm afraid that, like, within two, two episodes, he's going to have a costume run around and uh, being able to beat up criminals. 
Well, we say that we don't want the Flash's tone to change, but then on the other hand, we want a more serious story with ramifications. You know, it's it's hard to have it both ways. Um, I, w- we saw the trajectory of Arrow where it started out as, you know, sort of the villain of the week, just like the first season of Flash, and then then they started developing more of a through line and more of a storyline and the tone had to change a little and they went a little too far in season three but hopefully with these uh parallel universes and whatnot we'll get that the the consequences in season two of flash wow what the fu- what's up with the uh, fucking moment of silence here are we, is, are we at a fucking uh, fucking funeral is there a wake going on right now what the fuck is going on I uh, wanted to jump in real quick. Well, no, Dana, we're not. No, we're not going to have that, Dana. So somebody else. I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding, Dana. Go for it. Um, I well, I've been doing my homework and trying to think of some things to talk about. So I'm going to uh, just go down my list, if that's cool with everybody. She's already one up on me. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know. Seriously, you've already you've already uh, defeated uh, our first listener, Joseph, who had nothing to bring. Awesome. Um, Go for it. I wanted to touch base about uh, Ready Player One and Armada. I know Jake was um, following those as well. And, of course, Jake is gone right now. Yeah. Fucking um, slacker. I started reading uh, Ready Player One. I haven't finished it yet, though. That, that sounds like Frank. Yep. <laughs> hey, I watched the pilot episode and everything else past that. I said, fuck it, whatever. <laughs> pilot episode's good enough, right? Really good. Really good uh, books. Um, also, I wanted to talk quickly about Outlander. Um, that's an awesome show on Stars right now. Has anybody heard of it? Knows a little bit about it? Uh, my brother was telling me about that this past week. Um, and it sounds incredibly interesting. Uh, it's, it's about, uh, this gal who, if I remember what he was telling me, right, she touches a stone and gets sent back however many hundred years. Yeah, she's from um, late World War II era, and uh, it's basically got like a love triangle between um, World War II and the 18th, 18th century. Yeah, my brother was telling me that the, the when she goes back in time, she meets a relative of her husband, is, and I think it's played by the same actor, isn't it? Yeah. And he's evil as fuck back then, from what my yeah, brother was dude, telling me. Curiously mature themes. Right. Like Game of Thrones kind of maturity going on. How many seasons is this on, Dana? Um, it has one season right now. It's a series of books. I'm not sure how many books are in the series, but the uh, series follows the books okay. very well. No shit. So I should be watching Outlander. Oh, my God. It's not something that typically I, I would initially think that men would like, but then as it advanced in the storyline, probably like the third or fourth episode, you really get into the 18th century, and it's um, kind of like Highlander, kind of, uh, like awesome. the different okay. um, groups of people and stuff and, and wars and everything and that kind of aspect. Um and I, I was watching it, and Kevin's like, what are you watching? And he eventually picked it up. So hey, Dana, the question, the question I have sure. for you is, for Dave, is there any empowered females in it? <laughs> yeah, there's quite a few. 
Oh, thank Dave, you can watch this. Quite a few. I, I do watch it. It's it's good stuff. Good. <laughs> He's good. sitting here letting me talk out of my ass about everything my brothers told me, and he could have piped in with actual knowledge. No, like Dave, like every, every time Dave doesn't watch something that has an empowered female in it, he turns into the fucking uh, Native American from the Woodstock commercials where he starts crying and shit. <laughs> and there's like a single tear like rolling down his cheek and shit because Dave's a big fucking pussy. Jake just came back, hon. I'm back. All right. What you need? Jake, hey, I was guys. talking about the uh, Ready Player One and Armada. You left I, me hanging. I have not read Armada yet. I just downloaded it on my Audible account. Me too. I've yeah, heard bad Audible things, one. though. I'm upset. Uh, in the beginning, it, it, it was very much uh, the same formula as Ready Player One. Um, but it quickly advanced. I liked it. It was still fun. I um I bought Brian Ready Player One for Christmas. Brian, you need to read that shit. I know, dude. I, that shit's been staring me in the face, and I haven't fucking read it. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I'm a dickhead. It's okay. It's okay. You got time. The Spielberg movie's not coming out for like three, four years. <laughs> and you're putting down the podcast. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, yeah. No, seriously. Like this put, but this podcast is fucking like old Yeller. I'm taking it in the fucking alley, and I'm fucking putting it down. <laughs> you'll have time though. With that, now that we're ending the podcast, you'll have time to read the book. I'm putting this podcast down like old Yeller. Dude, I'm fucking know. blowing the fucking podcast brains out. <laughs> I'm going to see if I can't get Dan West to take, like, a, a picture of that kid, and then... Dave doesn't fuck. mind because fucking, fucking animals are items. <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> see if we can paste uh, crying Toby Maguire's face over that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, guys. Hey, guys. Frank's back. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Sean. Sean. Frank, how's your back, man? Uh, it's been lots better, better. before, but uh, I'm dealing right now. Thanks, though. Guys, uh, check out franksback.com. Uh, <laughs> it's probably my favorite fucking website. Yeah, Frank's uh, starting to spin off podcast yeah, all about his back. Yeah, it's called Frank's Back. <laughs> and it's, it's, Frank's you, you'd back. think it would be about like Frank being back from podcasting, but no, it's just about his fucking back, and it's just Frank, and it's called Frank's Back. <laughs> hey, guys, I wanted to say something about Outlander 2. Actually, two things. The first is... That see the first season finale of Outlander made me more uncomfortable and was more intense than anything I've ever seen in Game of Thrones. I would say. Oh, definitely, I completely agree there. When you tell people, they're like, "No way!" Oh, yeah. but you're like, "Yes." More intense and more uncomfortable um, than anything I saw in Game of Thrones in all seasons. And number two is uh, Brian. I think you might be interested. In, there's a whole line of Outlander Funko Pop. Oh. <laughs> That's not the best selling point. No, 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 this no, show, no, man. No, no, like, like you were talking about things that make you uncomfortable. Yeah. That last statement yeah, about Funko Pop Outlanders makes me really uncomfortable, Sean. <laughs> this show will make you more uncomfortable than Game of Thrones. Check it out. Oh, okay. I'll get right on that. No. <laughs> fucking Outlander pump, Funko Pops make me uncomfortable. I, I, honest to God, after that uh, whole Sansa scene... It'd have to be kind of extreme, <laughs> so I'm kind of curious. It is. That's, you know what? I that Santa stuff got spoiled for me before I saw the episode. Really? And no, now, not now, me. what happened? <laughs> what happened was terrible. Uh-huh. But the visual imagery, like I expected it to actually be like, oh my god, this oh, was right. terrible. Like yeah. it, it was pretty. No, no, you leave it to your imagination. It's fucking terrible. Yeah, well, but and- what they showed was pretty tame for the reaction. Like, uh, what did you want though? I just think it's stupid that people would watch this show for five seasons and then that's what makes them say oh i'm never watching this show again were people saying that yeah see uh, number one i don't care what people say yeah so but like um 
like for me, it was just like uh, I, I thought it was a ballsy choice for them to do that. Oh, I agree. And and another thing is, most people were on the Santa hate train for four seasons, and then and, all and, and then now, all of a sudden, and it's now like, they're fucking vocal. Oh, poor yeah. Santa! Why did they do that to her? Even though we shat on her for four straight seasons, sounds like fucking Dave. <laughs> the fucked up thing is, though, and I'm not trying to be that guy because yeah. I have you, not. I have not read. Guy. Ha, I have not read that book yet. But, um, I mean, I know what occurs in the book, and it's even more fucked up. A uh, fucking book reader shit. In the book, it's even more fucked up. Well, it is. Uh, the book and the show touch on it. So it's, it's uh, like, holy hell, I can't believe they just Outlander? did that. <laughs> I, I thought the Shireen stuff visually was more disturbing. Yeah, that was fucked up too. Than the Sansa stuff, and in my opinion. It was. Hearing the little girl scream yeah. while she was burning to death. Oh my god, that fucking broke my heart. That was way more, a hundred times more disturbing Dude, to me. Like Darth Brian fucking like, fucking shed a tear and shit when that shit happened. Am I alone here? Is the Shireen stuff more disturbing than the Sansa stuff? It's yes. way more disturbing. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, re- I mean, rape is always awful, but I mean, in the situation that she was put in, she had to marry him, and they have to consummate the marriage. So, I mean, you kind of could see it coming. No, I don't she see. She lived. No, <laughs> she lived exactly. Yeah, she, she lived didn't. exactly. She it's not like nine. He, it's not like he penetrated her and it's fucking like when he fucking ejaculated, she like set on fire and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's my uh, fucking flamethrower cock. But you know, yeah, she lived. It's fucking horrible when a little girl gets set on fire. Yeah. I fucking, like, that episode fucked me up. Yeah. I, I, no, there's a lot of shit that happened in Game of Thrones this season that fucked me up. Oh, yeah. Like, fucking, uh, fucking, even, uh, dude from the Wildlings and shit that fucking got set on fire. That oh, fucked, oh, um, Mance Raider. Man, yeah. yeah. That shit fucked me up. Watching a little girl get set on fire, it fucked me up. Watching, uh, fucking, uh, old girl Sansa. What's her name, Sansa? Yeah, Sansa. Sansa getting fucking. What happened to her? That fucked me up. She'll eat a lemon cake. She'll get over it. <laughs> and I mean, even fucking what's her what's her name? Fucking uh, Lena Headley. What happened to her? Shame. Shame. The, Shame. Yeah, dude, that shit was fucked up. I mean, there's a lot of shit that happened in ga- game of like fucking. Uh, what's his name? Right? I don't think that was effed up. I think she deserved that and some more. You so didn't feel you didn't feel bad for her, even though oh, she's a fucking no, no, no. I'm, she's, I'm she's with a, you, Brian. She's a fucking piece of shit. She's a fucking piece of shit. But after that happened, I was like, oh my god, I want vindication. And when they fucking showed the mountain, fucking Franken Mountain, Franken Mountain, I was like, fucking all right, dude, do whatever you have to fucking do. That happened to her. That's a fucking horrible thing to happen, even though she's a fucking Lannister. So she's one of my top three favorite characters on the show. What? Yeah. Well, you love to hate her. You love to hate her. Easily. Well, okay. Yeah, I can sort of see that. Been that way since I love Cersei since season one. Right. You know know what though? But I don't want her to win in anything. Right. What about her just being vindicated for what happened to her though? No. No. Dana. Dana. Fucking Dana's being real. Talk to me, Dana. Yeah, she she's horrible. She she's just a horrible person. Round and round and round. Are we and still talking about? Are her. we still talking about her? Are we still? Or are we talking about Dave? God. <laughs> well, she says how, she. How could she I be vindicated? No forgiveness. I have no uh, nothing good for her, and I think more horrible things should happen to her since she has spawned many horrible things. Wow. And, and, and really. What about hey? What about Jamie Lannister? He's a piece of shit too. I was like going to say, I, I think Jamie's a piece of shit. As horrible as she is, she's why because because Jamie's got a fucking relationship because Jamie's got a fucking relationship with fucking Brienne of Tarth. 
No, it's not even that. It's there's he has um some connection with other people. She really doesn't have any connection, even with her. Oh, children. she's got a connection with oh. her brother. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy Lannister has sex with Cersei Lannister. Exactly. How is he excused from all this? Not that kind of connection, guys. It's not like a plug and play. Well, connection. I'm t- I'm talking about I'm talking I'm t- that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> how, yeah, how is he forgiven? I mean, he had sex with his sister in front of his son's dead body. How is this guy a hero? Hey, Dana, we're getting real. I'm not saying that that's okay that he did that. However, what you're not saying that fucking incest is okay? Well, you're off the show. <laughs> Whatever. I'm hanging. No, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. It's fucked up. But it's like it's like no, like a lot of listeners out there and a lot of people that watch fucking Game of Thrones, they they have forgiven Jamie. They have forgiven Jamie, even though he fucks his sister. That's what's crazy about Game of Thrones, right? Yeah, it is because Jamie wants to change. Yeah, he wants to change. You can see that it's like his circumstances and everything. Yeah, but he's still banging his sister. What was yeah, that? Now he's got a wooden hand. Not so much. Gold hand. Now he had sex with her in front of his son's dead body while he had a wooden hand. That's fucked up. It's true. That is fucked up. But if you put if you match things, if you match all their sins one for one, okay, she totally is way higher than he is in that arena. Start naming Cersei Sins. Well, she's got, I mean, we're going to skip the incest thing. Politically, she is out for her children to the detriment of the nation. Correct. That's normally that you can kind of make, oh, that's a mother's love thing. But when she knows it's actually interfering and causing people, she specifically set out to take down the, uh, crap. The wife's name. I'm blanking on it. Marjorie? Uh, Queen. Marjorie, yeah. Mm-hmm. Marjorie's not looking out for anyone but herself either. She's not out for the good of the nation. No. No, but a, she no, is a good politician. Not to, not to the detriment of everybody right. except possibly the Lannisters. Yeah. And I will agree with that. Marjorie is out to save her her family, her brother, and to make sure that they're not lost and thrown away. Marjorie's also gotten a bad deal, but I don't think that's – I think that's entirely her. She's, she's got an agenda, too. She's not just trying to feed the oh, yeah. poor. Lena Headley, she fucking knows that fucking, according to prophecy and shit, that fucking Marjorie's coming around and shit. Mm-hmm. She, you know, that's why she's worried about her. She's known about her coming around since she's a little fucking girl and shit. But real quick about Cersei. I yeah. mean, what she went through, she, her body, I mean, she was shamed publicly. People threw shit at her. It wasn't like she was maimed. It wasn't like she had her hand cut off. It wasn't like she was raped. But what exactly. the, hey Dana, the did, thing that did you not feel bad? They were for torturing her? her for information. They were spitting on I her and throwing shit. Did you not feel bad for her? Tortured people. She got Marjorie thrown in. She she basically dethroned her own son. Marjorie was taking advantage of her kid. Kill her own kid. Yeah, Marjorie. Marjorie's pay, uh, fucking uh, uh, to catch a predator. She's fucking trying to fuck her like little boy. Yeah, Marjorie's scum. No. She's nowhere near the scum that Cersei is. She's just Cersei as much, if not more. Like, no, I don't get yes. that because all of Cersei's motivations are selfish for her. All of Marjorie's motivations are selfish. She's but, having sex with a 12 year old so she could be fucking queen. But that's, that's Thank the fucking you, Jake. <laughs> And if I remember right, that was one of the funniest bits of the show this year was like, I want to do that again. I want to do that all the time. Hey, Frank, tell, tell me how many 12 year old Cersei has had sex with. I don't know. She fucks her, maybe her cousin or bro- brother. Maybe her brother know. when she was 12. But. but the thing I'm looking at is now, I mean, she went through that and she survived. And what do you think is going to happen next season? She's going to be even more hey, horrible. Hey, Dave, make some sense of this. Um, I, w- I think that uh, com- splitting hairs on who did what when in the Lannister family, like you, you, the well is poisoned. 
the, the everybody in the Lannister family. That's why Tyrion basically bugged out because he was like, I'm the best Lannister killer there is because I'm ashamed to even call myself a Lannister. So it's great. great so argue, arguing about which Lannister is the worst is just is a moot point. We're not arguing about which Lannister is the worst. We're arguing about whether Cersei or Marjorie is the worst, and Marjorie's not a Lannister. Well, the but but Marjorie Marjorie is Marjorie <laughs> is a far more sympathetic character. Then, then she's out for in season up. five. Marjorie is a more sympathetic character. What show are you watching? Yeah, exactly. But how is she just as bad or not if or worse than Cersei when all she's doing is being she, political? The only reason she was more sympathetic is because Cersei was stripped of power during that time. She had so was Marjorie. Marjorie was thrown in the jail hell. before Cersei. But like all everything she's doing with like Tommen, somebody has to guide that kid because he's basically a fucking puppet. And who would you rather have do that, Marjorie, who's out to kill fucking people? Tywin's dead. Yeah, (laughs) but before that, right? I wouldn't want Tywin either. Right, but uh, so. Oh, I'd rather have Tywin guiding my son. Oh my god, the Lannisters would be in better shape if Tywin was still around. Oh no shit, I agree for for sure. Fucking shit hits the fan ever since the Tywin fucking uh, no shit hits her. Ever, yeah, that's true. But like, ever since ever, ever since Tywin's demise, fucking uh, the Lannister family's been in shambles. I mean, I don't care what evil deed, you, deed you've done before. Torturing someone to get them to say whatever you want them to say is fucking wrong. I mean, that that was you're supposed to feel sympathy for Cersei at that point. If you're not feeling sympathy for that character hey, at that point, hey, you're fucking hey, heartless. Hey, can we all agree? Hey, hey, heartless, hey, man. can we all agree that we want the fucking uh, what are they called? The sparrows. Oh, I hate the oh, High yeah, the He's high my girl. least favorite character. We want yeah, that. We, we want that. We want them to go down, right. and we want the Lannisters to fucking. If they're the Lannisters are going to sink, we want them to sink themselves, yeah. and we want to, we want fucking Tyrion to be on top at the end of this thing, right? You know what makes my fucking skin Dave, crawl? Dave's nodding. Dave's <laughs> nodding. Dave's. Not, I haven't agreed with anything you've said this entire episode, but you're giving me the thumbs up right now. Yeah, talk to me, Dana. What do you think about Tyrion? I love Tyrion. Yeah. Thank you, Sean. Tyrion hey, Sean. An yeah. epic combination. Sean, do you watch fucking Game of Thrones, dude? Hell yeah, yeah. I uh, Two things is, Cersei, I think the reason why most people don't feel sympathy for her is she railroaded Tyrion for the murder of her son. Yeah. Yeah, and... uh she probably believed that he killed her. All, all we'd seen Tyrion do is threaten her son's life like eight fucking times before that. Once is enough. She's not the one who framed Tyrion. That was fucking Marjorie. But, but even if she believed that he might have done it, she railroaded him so that he didn't have a fair trial whatsoever. Because she, she thought he killed her fucking son. So, okay, there's... We lots should of, not be talking about fucking Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, there's lots of different forms of manipulation, and Cersei does it through fear and intimidation and power, and Marjorie does it with a sweet smile. Yeah, but who's like like who's the bigger snake? Yeah, I like her. Better. I think Cersei is. Yeah, I think Cersei is. Hey, Kevin, Dana. Kevin, Dana, you guys watch The Defiance. Oh yeah. Oh, been, oh, hey, season's been great. Hey, 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 you've been digging this season of Defiance? Uh, yeah, it's the only thing we're watching the night it records. Okay, uh don't spoil it, but I haven't watched this last episode, but uh Fucking, uh, last episode, uh, am I wrong or am I right? But they fucking made it out that, like, Daytactar was dead. Tony Curran? Oh. Nobody's up on the shaming track? Spoilers. Yeah. (laughs) No, 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 no. no. Check this out. Check this out. Check this out. This is the... 
Not saying shit. Not saying nothing. Don't Just spoil watch. it for me, but I, cause uh, I haven't if watched. If you watch the latest episode, you're gonna, like, we were sitting there, we're like, holy shit, that was great! Awesome. It was awesome. See, the thing is, like, I, I, uh, I tweeted, uh, Tony Curran about, uh, not this last episode, but the previous episode where I thought he was dead, and I was like, listen, um, I'm really sorry about what happened to Daytac. You were my favorite part of the show. And he fucking tweeted me back. Fucking Tony, fucking Daytac Tar, the actor, tweeted me awesome. back. That's what's yeah. awesome about Twitter. That's what's awesome about Twitter. Fucking Daytac Tar, Tony Curran, he tweeted me back and he says, he says, thank you. That was, uh, sweet of you to say that you're going to miss me on the show. And, um, I, that's, I love that about Twitter. Oh my God, I can't wait to watch Defiance. You guys need to fucking watch Defiance. I'm not fucking shitting you. If you're not watching Defiance, you're missing Dude, a great show. Stama, I, watched- I have a serious girl crush on Stama. <laughs> on, on which character? Stama. Oh, okay. Okay. Stama Tar. Yeah. What do you think of Arissa yeah. being like so passive this uh, you know, I, 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 she was she was so powerful last season, uh, and uh, it adds to the storyline. It really does, it does. And, and, and the fact that like you know she was wanting to leave the entire, uh, she was wanting to leave Defiance and be rid of it at all, but she's forced to stick around because of the bond between her and fucking Nolan now. That, that it's amazing. I, I I love I love everything that's going on in Defiance right now. It's such a great show. Um, when when the fucking uh, when the arch got fucking blown up oh, and man. like when they showed that first episode after the arch had been blown up and we fucking saw like the arch now it's like split in two. Oh, the, it like the St. Louis arch? Ocean theme? Yeah. Yes. Dude, great. I thought it was a great episode when they were seeing each other's memories. Yeah. Yep. 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 I mean, it's a. It's like you know. Okay. Like like me and you and all the people that watch the show know that they do deep down love each other, but like, yeah. there's there's, I mean, you know, you're dealing with like new aliens and like, of course, fucking Nolan was worried about the fucking Voton Collective, and he was looking out for her, but like he loved her, but he fucking. He's worried about the Voton Collective. He wants to want him to keep it's her. The s- ultimate racist. Exactly. The ultimate exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Jay, do you have any, anything to drink that's not alcohol? No. <laughs> <laughs> that's my line. There's water in there. All right. Good deal. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dana, Kevin. Yeah. Thank you yeah. so much for joining us. I'm gonna have to let you go, Sean. If you want to stick around, you can. But I gotta call another cool. listener. Good. No problem. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you so Thanks much. Thanks for coming on. Talk to you later. Later, All y'all. Right. Hey, Kevin. Uh, uh, Sean. Yeah. We're going to call you right back, okay? Okay. All right. There's right. water in the Brito filter. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Marjorie's got a free smile and she's absolved of all her fucking sense. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say I that she's innocent. It. That's what I gleaned from all yeah. of it. I'm not saying she's innocent. I can read the between the lines. Cersei's done. I can't have a problem with somebody who looks so alike me, you know? Hello? <laughs> hey. Hey, uh, do we have, uh, let me ask, do we have Jared Gafford from the Joe Schmo comic show with us? Yes, you do. We do. Do we have Sean Lahazet with us? <coughs> we do. All right. We, so you. we, you know what, guys? Fancy do you realize that you are the last two? You are the final two 
that we have finishing the episode with us. There can only be one. <laughs> wow, I, I fuck, that's a fucking threat. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> you can tell Jared's a podcaster. He's like one of the best sounding guys we've had on for a while. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, Sean, you've you've been for shit. But I just mean the audio quality, not the. I'm content. kidding, Sean. I'm giving you shit, bro. No, you know this is my first time using Skype, so. I don't. Yeah, so it's been interesting. Hey, Sean. Sean, I'm looking at I'm looking at a picture. I'm looking at a picture on my Skype, and I see a little baby. Is that your little baby? Yeah, that's Cade. Cade, that's that's a you you have a beautiful child, man. You know, I didn't realize that. um, I I renamed him Cade, and then a couple days later, I watched Transformers Four on Netflix and realized the main character is named Cade. I was like, oh fuck, not if you want to take (laughs) him. It's not too late. You can rename him. Give him a nickname. Make that stick. <laughs> hey, Sean. Um, thank you. Uh, thank you for sticking around. Jared from the Joe Schmo Comic Show. Thank you so much. Dude, you're a huge part of this show. And I, I, I mean, I know that we are not 100% like the inspiration for your podcast. But I mean, I know we're at least like 12%. And that makes me feel good. You guys are definitely a heavy influence on it. You and one other podcast really uh, made me feel like uh, getting this going. And I was just just talking shit with my friends at work all the time, and we decided to start recording it. So, Well, I'm glad that you did, and I'm glad that a lot of our listeners – I mean, we've had some listeners on earlier on in this podcast that we've talked to. You know, of course, Sean Hamilton – of the League of Geeks, he had his start. He's had his start here on Pop Culture Leftovers. We've had Aaron Claude Miller on the show. You know, even Dana and Kevin, who we just got off the phone with, they've done their own Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Oh, nice! And uh, you know, you of course, uh, and, and the Comic Slobs. And I mean, it's like if it, it, it's it's awesome. Like I don't feel like we're a pioneer. We've only been doing this for two years, but just the fact that you know we've had an influence on some of the podcasts that are out there, and we get to talk to you guys. And I feel I feel like a proud father sometimes. Like looking at this picture of Sean Lahose's, you know, child, I feel almost like a proud father of some of these other podcasts that are out there now that, you know, uh, that we've only been doing this for 2 years, but like we've had an influence on you. And I listen yeah. to the Joe Schmo Comic Show, and it 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 feels good that you guys are are you doing your own thing and you guys listen to us and that's awesome. Yeah, definitely, man. <laughs> and I just want to thank all you guys. I mean, uh, from the very beginning, Brian, you helping me out with just stuff and figuring out what kind of recording equipment to use. And, and Jake, you've been really supportive. Frank and Dave, you both have been awesome. Um, Dave, you've definitely, uh, given me some pointers and, and helped me out with some things. So it's just been, it's been really fun getting to know you guys and, and to be a part of something that has become such a big thing. Big thing. <laughs> you act like you act like you're talking about John Holmes cock. No. <laughs> no, guys, guys. In all honesty, we're still a small thing. We just happen to have some listeners that are very passionate about this show, and I love every single one of them. And uh, I, I appreciate everybody that's listened to us over the past, you know, ninety nine to one hundred episodes. Um, I have the greatest friends. In the world, and I have Jay. Jay, you, you're awesome. I'm th- so thankful to have you back and doing the show with us on a regular basis. Frank, it's so fucking great to have you back, dude. Frank, Frank is fucking here. Sean, fucking Frank is here. Jared, 
Yeah. Show your How fucking you doing, respect. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Missed you, bud. How you been? Uh, been better, but I'm doing all right. Uh, just a lot of things going on. But uh, I want to say thank you to everybody who uh, has been sending me messages, yes. well wishes, and stuff like that. It's been well appreciated. Absolutely. You guys are awesome. Absolutely. Frank, it's so Sir good. It, like when Frank walked in today, I felt so good. It's like, uh, oh shit, this is this is real. This is episode one hundred. <laughs> Dave, Dave, like even though you haven't been on every podcast, I mean, you were a big part of like you know doing our website and writing and contributing, and it's great to have you on this episode. I give you a lot of shit for the empowered female stuff, <laughs> but you know what? It's great to have you on. <laughs> I've known Dave. I've known Dave longer than fucking anybody here. I've known I've known Dave since I was a little fucking kid. Since you know, like seriously, like like the like the first day I was probably an asshole. I knew Dave. Like Dave, <laughs> Dave knew me. Dave knew me before I turned into a dick that I am today. Is that a coincidence that you turned into an asshole the day you met Dave? <laughs> it's, it's, it's probably not. But, but Dave, Dave, thank you so much for being here. You're as big a part of this as anybody. I, I know you haven't been here for every episode. But you're a big part of this, dude. It's my pleasure. And we love you. <laughs> and uh, I want to thank the one person that's been my fucking rock throughout fucking... No, don't look around. <laughs> <laughs> don't look over your shoulder. I've known you the least amount of time. Yes. But you've been my rock throughout fucking 99 to 100 episodes this entire time. It's crazy. Mr. fucking Jacob Elliott. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. The, and I'm not bullshitting you. I've known you the least. But like the day that Jacob Elliott says, you know what? I'm out. I'm tapping out. I'm fucking done with Pop Culture Leftovers is the day that I, I fucking hang it up. Even is though it? this is the last episode, yes. right? Right, right. Yeah, true. Yeah, for real. I mean, if I had to rank my top five friends, I mean, you wouldn't be there. But I still... <laughs> But you're probably in the top like fifty percent. Man, you're so harsh. You think Brian's the main one? Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. I fucking love it. Like, like, like seriously. Like, like, like hats off, dude. Hats off to you. Hey, can, I, can I interrupt the love fest for a second? When did, no. When did, everyone on Periscope's even asking when were we allowed to smoke inside? Oh, we can smoke now. I told what you. What the fuck have I gone outside for the last four times for? I just let you. I just told you it was cool. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> I'm shit. plugging stuff. God damn it. All right. Lighten up. All right. Back to the love fest. Sorry to interrupt. Hey, uh, <laughs> you know what? Like, uh, it's seriously, it's awesome that, like, one day the fucking, the leftovers, they spread their legs and out, and out came the fucking League of Geeks. And, 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 uh, <laughs> one day they spread their legs and out came the Joe Schmo comic show. And that makes me feel good, dude. And uh, how many episodes are you on, fucking Gafford? We are get, getting ready to put our 38th episode up this Monday. Congratulations, yeah, guys. Congrats. Way to go. Very nice. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's been awesome. <laughs> hey, Sean. Yeah. Not to put you on the spot, have you ever listened to the Joe Schmuck comic show, or are you a fucking piece of shit? <laughs> <laughs> no. I haven't, actually, I haven't, I haven't uh, downloaded that show yet. No. You haven't? Oh, okay. Sean's a piece of shit. <laughs> Sean, no way. You know what? You're not, you're not a piece of shit because you, honestly, you listen to our show and that's all that counts. I don't care. I don't. <laughs> well, you know, you're, you're Holy like, you're shit. Up half the week to listen to. So I didn't do that. Only have, like the other day. What's up? I said, you're, you said like five hour episodes take about, you know, three days out of the week to listen to. So. I only have like another two days to listen to podcasts. That's true. Hey, what other podcasts <laughs> do you listen to, dude? 
uh, League of Geeks. Uh, also, you know, their usual um, Joe Rogan, What the Fuck podcast. Right. And some After Buzz, like those After Show uh, podcasts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I listen to a few of those myself. I listen to the After Buzz. I think I listen to the Orphan Black one. Yeah, I always, I'm always unsubscribing and subscribing to them because sometimes these get so fucking annoying. Yeah, I, the I feel the same way about Joe Schmo comic show. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the same way about my show too. Honest <laughs> 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 answer. <laughs> hey, Joe, Joe, Jared, listen, dude, listen, dude. <laughs> Sorry, there's a lot of empty beer cans here. Oh, Sorry. Fire. Hey, listen, dude. <laughs> like, like, I, like, I, I love you guys. I love you. I love fucking Neil. I love everybody that fucking joins your show. And I was I was on uh, I was on Twitter the other day, and I was reading a thread, and I read I read one of your listeners fucking uh, pissing and moaning about something about you guys talking about Marissa Tomei. Uh huh. And I felt like I felt like I, I was offended by this listener. You went, you went all Papa Bear on that. I did. I did. I went all Papa Bear on it. Because this listener like tried to call out fucking the Joe Schmo comic show and, and basically this listener, their first fucking tweet to the show was saying that they were sexist about calling Marissa Tromay the first hot Aunt May. After I listened to the episode, and the same episode, they called Marissa Tomei a great actress, she, but also on the flip side, saying that she's a very attractive woman. Right. And this listener called them out on it and said that these guys were just sexist and that they were just talking about how this, how about how Marissa Tomei was uh, was hot and fuckable, which was never mentioned on their podcast. Never. And it fucking it offended me to my core. And I called this listener out on it. You don't need to have <laughs> listeners like that, that fucking just, like, you know, like Dave over here, Mr. White Knight, and fucking <laughs> calling him out on shit, and fucking saying that you guys are just fucking sexist, and that you guys don't appreciate women for their acting ability, and just for their looks. That's bullshit. I listen to the Joe Schmo comic show, and you guys totally give Marissa Tomei the respect that she deserves as an actress, and oh, yeah. uh, she won an Oscar for Christ she won an Oscar. Yeah. And you guys just said that. Yeah. OK. I, I mean, seriously, like you have to be a fucking moron not to look at like Rosemary Harris from the fucking Sam Raimi movies. And then on the flip side, <laughs> look at fucking Marissa Tomei, who's going to be possibly the new Aunt May and think to yourself, oh, who's hotter? <laughs> who's hotter? <laughs> seriously, it's like it's like if, if your uh, dick was like a metal detector. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, if, if my mic, think, if yeah, my dick was I'll a metal go, detector, it would start fucking pinging <laughs> on fucking Marissa Tomei. Like, if it went over fucking like the Rosemary Harris fucking portion of the sand, it would be like. <laughs> no, if it went over Mr. Tomei, it would be like. Yeah, Mr. Tomei, she's hot as fuck. I think this guy was into grandmas. I think that's what it breaks down to. Oh, I do too. Wow. Pete Neen says he would hit uh, Rosemary Harris. Oh, wow. <laughs> Pete Neen. <laughs> Out of nowhere. Oh, my gosh. Are we, are, is this a Pete's tweet segment? Oh. <laughs> yes. No, on Periscope. It's a Pete's Periscope. Pete just said, <laughs> He's dirty as shit. He'd be all about Rosemary Harris. Pete's laughing. Are we Periscoping right now? Yes, yes. Pete. I fucking love you, dude. <laughs> show Brian. He can hear you. No, show him. Show Brian you love him, Pete. <laughs> What's up, Pete? Yeah. You're the shit, dude. I do it. I'm getting fucking hearts right now. That's all I care Look about. Look at all the hearts. Dude, hit me with some hearts. 
I love the leftover army. Hit me with some fucking hearts. <laughs> Come on, I want—I I haven't seen enough hearts. I've seen more hearts on fucking Love Connection. Ah. <laughs> Back in two and two. Back in two and two. I want some Chuck. I want some fucking Chuck Woolery love right now. <laughs> yeah, I want to see at least ten different colored hearts on there. We got fourteen people. Let's get it going. Dave, Dave, come on, get Look Dave in here. Look at that. Come on, give me some hearts. Look at yes. <laughs> yes, yeah, breaking barriers. I'm How many hearts do you need? Wow. <laughs> I love the leftover army. I love Sean Lahazet. I fucking love uh, fucking Joe Schmo comic show. I love everything. Hold on. I'm giving you guys some hearts right now on Periscope. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I also promised Pete that before this episode was over, for old time's sakes, I would give out a uh, fuck you, Pete. Yeah. Guys, guys, guys. This is not this is this this episode 100 is not about fucking us. It's about everybody that we fucking connected to. It's about fucking Pete <laughs> Neen. It's about fucking Jared Gafford. It's about Sean Lahazet. It's fucking about Dana. It's about Sean Hamilton. It's about everybody that we fucking we fucking impacted people's fucking lives here, Frank. Frank. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you should be sorry. And don't forget all our Empower Hour guests that we had on. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse and Brooke. Yeah, and Jesse and Brooke and Ashley. And Ashley. The Pegasus Unicorn. Guys, I'm, no, seriously, like, I'm, I'm fucking blown away. I'm blown away, I'm blown away by this. I can't believe the, the, the fandom that we have. And it's sad that I have to fucking admit that we have fandom. Because I, I, you know what I mean? It's like, you don't want to fucking like pat yourself on the back, but it's like, I have to pat myself on the back to some extent that we have such awesome fucking people <laughs> listening to us, like Sean Lahazet and fucking Kevin and Dana and fucking Jared and all these people. It's awesome. You people tune in for whatever the fuck. If you tune in for Jake, if you tune in for Jay, Dave, fucking Frank, whatever the fuck, whatever fucking reason you tune in for, it's fucking amazing. Yeah, I just dropped my fucking e cig. Joe Vitale wants to buy a mattress because of this podcast. Thank you, Thank you Joe. <laughs> Seriously, we want you to no, we want you to sleep like babies after you listen to bullshit. Brian, Brian can you say fuck off, Luther? Fuck off, Luther. <laughs> there you go. There you go. He's been begging for it. Was that Luther Shaver? Yeah, he's been begging for it. <laughs> Luther Shaver, thank you, dude. For thank, thank you for sending. You know, thank everybody for being fucking active on Facebook. Thank you for being active on Facebook messages, on Facebook, everything. I can't thank the listeners enough. You guys are fucking awesome. I see. I'm not. I'm. You know. I'm not. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. The what? What? Jake? What are you laughing? What are you fucking laughing? I said a fucking select comfort mattress with pillow top, so I can bang Rosemary Harris on it. <laughs> hey, 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 Sean, Jared, let's. Hey, who? Which one? Yeah. Which one would you rather? No, no, Jared, you don't have to answer this. You're married, but like, oh shit, Sean, you're. Oh, God damn it. Who would you rather bang, guys? Rosemary Harris, Marissa Tomei. Just throwing it out there. Can I say something with 100% honesty real quick? Yes, yes. I'd bank Sally Field over the both of them. Really? Yeah. Oh, you want to get in Gidget? She's a legend. Yeah, for sure. I've had the hots for Sally Field since I I knew what women were. So, there you go. Jake wants to get in Gidget. The flying nun. Dave, Dave, oh, Dave, I don't want to put you on the spot again. We put you on the spot with Wonder Woman, and oh my god, we almost broke you that episode. (laughs) Marissa Tomei. Okay, right on. Yeah, I'd have to get me some Tomei action. Frank, we didn't even need to ask you. (laughs) If Rosemary Harris was in a Wonder Woman outfit, Dave would hit it. (laughs) 
that's a Pete tweet for you. Pete tweets. Pete raw. Eddie Murphy raw from Pete here. Jay, Jay, talk to me. Which one would you rather bang, Chief? Tomei. Tomei. And it's not just because her looks; it's because her fucking personality too. Right on, man. You know, like as an actress, she's fucking awesome. Yeah. Her biological clock is ticking, right? (laughs) (laughs) So is mine. Dave, (laughs) fuck it, Dave. I'm putting you on the spot. Which one, Chief? Marissa Tomei. Okay, I, I was, I'm surprised. I thought you were going to go with the Rosemary Harris. Nope, in a heartbeat. All right. What about you guys on Periscope? Yeah. Tomei or Harris? Let's get it. <laughs> Gafford, talk to me, Chief. Is it possible to have both? <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, we call that a menage a way. <laughs> get Sally Field to record it. <laughs> oh, fuck. That would be hot. <laughs> Sean, which one, Chief? Yeah, I, want, I would do uh, Tomei. Especially if she's wearing uh, what she was in that, uh, what was it, The Wrestler or something? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Pete's killing it. Harris, because she'll bake you lemon cake after. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking love Pete, dude. Pete's the shit, man. Uh, Pete, you're on fire. (laughs) Hey, guys, give Pete some fucking hearts on Periscope. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I love you pandering for hearts for me, Brian. I, <laughs> that's something I never try to do. I love it, though. I try to convince everyone else to do it for me, though. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll fucking pander. Hey, uh, Joe Schmo Comic Show. What's yes, your, sir. What's your next episode, man? What's your ne- give us, Dude, fucking uh, hit us up. What's your next episode going to be about, Chief? Uh, we actually did an interview with artist Michael Walsh. He uh, has done the book Comeback, which was an image book with Ed Brisson. And he's also getting ready to do a Hellboy Christmas special, okay. um, which is pretty cool. And then he's, he's got a book coming out with Max Bemis, who's the singer from Say Anything. That's going to be a Marvel project. So we just got to talk to him a little bit about what's coming and, and some of the past projects that he's done. It's pretty cool. When can, cool we ex- when can we expect that episode? That'll be up tomorrow. Okay, awesome. Now, I want you to ask us the question that you were going to ask the leftovers, what this episode is. Uh, uh, you know, yeah, this is about the milieu of you. So <laughs> what question do you have for the leftovers? Well, um, I just wanted to bring uh, – do you want me to talk about my, my topic? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. So I just wanted to bring uh, – as, as people who listen to our show, it's all about comic books. Uh, and I wanted to bring the top five comic books, in my opinion, that I think everybody should be reading right now. Um, and, and I asked you guys – I don't know if you guys thought about this at all too. Brian, I know that there's some that we'll probably agree on. Yeah. Um, but uh, these are in no particular order, uh, but these are just ones that I'm reading that I think are fantastic and I think everybody should read. So uh, the first one is Gotham Academy. It's a DC comic book. It's written by Becky Clunan and Brandon Fletcher. The art's done by Carl Kershaw. And uh, it's more of an all-ages book, and it's just – it's fantastic. Um, it's really fun. It's a really different part of the of the Gotham universe than what we've ever really seen before. Um, the art style is really fresh. It's kind of got that shoujo manga kind of – feel um and it's it's just a really fun book uh it's one that i look forward to every week are any of you guys reading that gotham academy you know what since i've been listening to joe schmo comic show i added it to my pull list but i haven't i haven't read the episodes i haven't read the issues yet but uh i'm i'm stepping in late to the game um (laughs) oh my frank knocked down a fucking hold the fuck on hold on i'm sorry jared there, there, oh, you're fine. There's Jay has a mirror in his hallway, and Frank knocked it down. 
Frank's like a cat when he sees his own reflection. He gets real nervous and jumpy. So you know, you gotta you gotta forgive him. Uh, I, I gotta I gotta back you up on this, Jared, because I think Maps is probably my favorite new character oh, created in the DC universe since the New Fifty Two. Absolutely. Yeah, Maps is amazing. Hey, Sean, yes. are you reading any yeah. comic books currently? Uh, yeah, I'm actually reading some some older stuff. I'm reading some trades for the old um, Sensation uh, Superior Spider-Man. Okay, nice. I mean, yeah, I uh, I didn't realize I I avoided that comic because I was really pissed off when they killed off Peter Parker, and I kind of boycotted it. But then I picked up the first mm-hmm. volume of the trade, and I was just like, um, I was astonished by how much I was enjoying it. Okay, so basically, like you read issue 700, and you're like, "Fuck it, I'm out." Yeah, I was really. A lot of people felt like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're not the only one. A bunch of turds felt like that. Yeah, Sean LaHosa being one of them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't know what to expect after that. You sure, know, but they really proved that it was a it was a risky decision, but I think it paid off because it was like the stories that came out of it were just amazing. Yeah, you, sometimes you got to trust the writer, trust that, in the slot. You got to, yeah, in Dan and slot we trust. I mean, sometimes you got to trust the writer that they have a story to tell. And Dan Slott, he did have a story to tell. And uh, Superior Spider-Man was one of my favorite fucking uh, Spider-Man arcs ever. Me too. And it was refreshing. Yeah, it was awesome. Sure. And it was like you got to see a different side of fucking Doc Ock. So I loved it. Definitely. I love seeing a badass Spider-Man, like a Spider-Man that doesn't hold back. Absolutely. Well, yeah, Spider-Man that's going to fucking, on the cover, it's going to hold a fucking gun. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's gonna fucking kill a fucking another character and mm-hmm. shit, and uh, yeah, that's gonna date a little person too. <laughs> that happened. Yeah, it did. It did. And I loved it. Yeah. She's and a great I, character. She was a great character, and I absolutely loved it. And I, that like that endeared me to fucking Doc Ock. One of the only things that endeared me to that character. Yeah, was like, <laughs> dude. The first time she said Otto, uh-huh. I I I lost it. Just I hear read you. it. First time. I hear, you. I hear you, dude. I'm right there with you. Uh, Gafford, what other comic books should we be uh, reading other uh, other than uh, Gotham Academy, dude? Number two on my list is, which I know you're reading this and loving this as well, is Birthright from oh. Image Comics uh, by Joshua Williamson and Andrew Brest- Andre Bresson. Absolutely. Uh, this book is freaking fantastic. Um, it's it's basically, for people who aren't reading it, It's it's kind of this fantasy almost like lord of the rings style uh world but it's also it's like two separate worlds and they collide yep and it's just it's amazing it is it is i'm not going to dispute that at all it's two separate stories rolled into one um god it's so damn good it's jay would absolutely you would love this fucking book dude you would love this fucking book. I mean, like, from the first issue where the boy gets, you know, kind of, like, lost in the woods and, like, sucked into this alternate universe, and the next time you see him, he's, like, you know, 20-slash-30 years older, and he's fucking Conan. Wow. And he, oh, comes, totally. he comes back to his family, and, like, you know, like, it's been, like, maybe a day for them. Yeah. Or a week or two, and, like, he's been gone for just... It feels like like he's been, like, abducted by somebody and... Last Starfighter. Yeah, and he comes <laughs> back, and it's like he's a full-grown fucking man, and he looks like Conan and shit. Wow. Um, 
Yeah, this this is one of the best comic books that you're not reading. Oh, uh, absolutely. Birthright is phenomenal, and I'm going to put it in there right now with my top five. I'm not going to dispute that at all. So, yeah, well. absolutely. Number three uh, is a book called Cluster. It's from Boom Studios. It's written by Ed Brisson, and the art is done by Damien Cicero, uh, which was actually the team that did the Sons of Anarchy book um, that was kind of the companion book to the TV show. Right. And uh, this book is just it, – it's really the book that got me hooked on sci-fi comic books. Um it's it's basically the story of this woman who uh, gets put in prison, and then it's it's on this second Earth. So it's this planet that the humans are trying to inhabit and turn into um, a, a second Earth for when their Earth expires. And this it, there's just aliens and tons of awesome spaceships, and like it's just really well written. The art is beautiful, um, and the story is just fantastic. And and being on Boom Studios, which Boom is is kind of one of the smaller big publishers, I guess if you want to say. Um, hey, Boom! Hey, it's, Boom! It's boom, boom is doing their own thing, man. They fucking did they they buy, didn't they buy out a, a Arcadia? Yes. Yep. Boom's yep. getting bigger, man. Yeah, I know. And they're putting out some great books. And hey, Cluster, in my opinion, is one of the best ones they're putting out. Imagine Agents is going to become a movie. Fucking, they've got the attention of Michael Keaton. Oh, really? Yeah, Michael Keaton. He fucking uh, somebody like showed him uh, Imagine Agents, and he's like, you know what? This needs to be a fucking movie. Oh and, wow! Yeah, uh, Michael Keaton's going to be making Imagine Agents the movie, which is basically like, uh, do you like Monsters Inc? Do you like Men in Black? Well, let's take these two things and combine them and yeah. make a movie. And that fucking miniseries, only a four <sighs> issue miniseries, that fucking miniseries was dope as fuck. Gafford, what's your number four? My number four, and uh, Dave, I'm not sure if you're reading this. I feel like we talked about it before, but uh, my number four is Spider-Gwen, uh, which for people who know me is no shock at all. It's uh, written by Jason Latour, the art's done by Robbie Rodriguez. Uh, Gwen Stacy has always been one of my favorite characters for as long as I can remember. And when I found out last fall that they brought her back into the Marvel Universe, and not only did they bring her back, but they brought her back as a superhero – I was like, this is freaking amazing. And so it's this Earth 65 story where basically Peter Parker became the lizard and then died. And then Gwen Stacy took up the moniker of Spider-Woman and became Spider-Gwen. Uh, and it's just been fantastic. It, it, it's mixed. It mixes like she's just so like cocky and like um, it, it's just it's a super fun book. Uh, are any of you guys reading that? It's like Spider-Man meets Josie and the Pussycats. Kinda, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's a rock star. She's in a she's a drummer in a punk band called the Mary Janes, and Mary Jane is just like this egocentric, uh, just lead singer, and uh, it's it's just a really fun book. <laughs> All right, before you give your number five, I'm gonna stop, and we're gonna come back, and you're gonna do your number five. Okay? Sounds good. All right.
All right. Hey, we are back. And uh, the much-anticipated number five book from uh, Jared Gafford of the Joe Schmo Comic Show. Jared Gafford, number four was Spider-Gwen, which I heard they're going to be making a fucking action figure of. Yes, sir. Can I ask a question about Spider-Gwen? Yes, sir. Is that... I know that's the title of the book, but do, like, other heroes and villains actually call her Spider-Gwen? No. No, she's called Spider-Woman. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, thanks, so, for, thanks for asking that question, Jake. I'm, I'm six <laughs> months behind on Marvel because of Marvel Unlimited. So I, no, it's oh, a compelling okay. question. Oh, thank you. My dick, is, you read, my dick is hard after that question. <laughs> Did you read Spider-Verse yet, Jake? And that's just started on Marvel Unlimited. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. That'll introduce you to that character and introduce you to a, a bunch of – you'll the, love it with dude, how much I know you love Spider-Man. Gotcha. Hey, hey – uh Jared, are you excited that we're going to get a uh, fucking Spider Gwen number one after this is all over? Are you have, like, are like, are you like, what the, what the hell? Yeah, we just I, had Spider Gwen number one. Yeah, they've only had five issues, and now they're doing a relaunch. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of excited about it just because I've, I've heard some things from Jason Latour, read right. some things that he's, he's posted about how it's, it's going to delve more deeply into what actually happened with Peter Parker. So like how he became the lizard and how he died and things like that. So I'm excited to hear more of that backstory. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't feel like it's necessary to start it over at a number one. I think they could just start at issue six and it'd be fine. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What's your number five, Chief? All right, my number five is one that was is probably my most surprising comic book of this year, uh, which is actually a horror book. It's a body horror book. It's called Pisces, and it's oh, uh, done from thank Image you. Comics. Yeah, Pisces. I actually that's on my pull list, man. So I'm glad nice. I'm I'm glad I'm subscribing to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, done by Curtis Weeb, who everybody knows has done Rat Queens, mm-hmm. Rat Queens, and, and uh, Peter Panzerfaust. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. And then the art is done by Johnny Christmas, who did the art Unsheltered. Um, so it, it's 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 a body horror book, and it's basically about this guy who was in the war and comes back and has extreme PTSD, and his PTSD the way that it screws with him is all of this body horror stuff so he has like these nightmares of just like limbs being torn off and like just these awful like really grew like gruesome things um and the way that the art is done in the book it's just like it's so beautifully gruesome like it, it's gross but it's the art is so gorgeous that it makes you like it just makes you want more of it um, which I'm not generally a horror comic guy. Like I don't really read a whole lot of it. Um, but this book, it just hooked me from the beginning. The whole idea of, of the way they're using PTSD and approaching that Curtis Weeb, I know, uh, PTSD is something that's really close to him. And so it's really, it's just been really cool to see the way that he's written that. And, why, uh, why is, why is it close to, uh, Curtis Weeb? I'm just curious. I'm not sure. I read an article or I might have listened to an interview with him um, on another podcast, but he he was just talking about how um, I don't know if it was someone in his family who struggled with PTSD or oh, something wow. like that, um, but it was something that just hit him pr- close to home. Um, and so it's just really cool to, to see like his passion and his his heart for people that struggle with that. And just mm-hmm. the way that he uses it to to create this twisted, horrifying world is I, just really, really cool. I struggle with PTSD every time I fucking do a podcast with Dave, so I understand. <laughs> 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 fucking, it's traumatic. It's fucking traumatic. Uh, 
I'm not trying to take light of PTSD. Half the reason you told me we were quitting after this episode, I, I thought. Is because of Dave. Like, I would have gone, like, another 100 episodes, but fucking having Dave on for, like, just the last 10, I've just been, like, it's taken its wear on me. Seriously. <laughs> it's like I, you know, like, certain basketball players, like, have no cartilage left in their knees. Like, that's how I feel. Like, Dave has, like, just worn the cartilage out of my <laughs> He's, like, worn the cartilage out of my life. I am the arthritis of podcasting. You are. You are. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked up, dude. <laughs> no, no. Dave, Dave, are you reading that at all? Uh, yeah. Do you, are you liking it? Yeah, yeah. It's one of those I resented a little bit because I feel like it is taking away some of his attention from my beloved Rat Queens. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, it's it, the the art is phenomenal, and uh, I, I actually got to interview uh, Curtis um, back oh, on wow. on the other show, uh, Soda Pop, and um, he he talked with me a little bit off air about uh because he was working on the beginnings of that at the time and it's okay. nothing that I can discuss on the show but uh yeah you're you're on point about that it's it's something that he's very passionate about so I can't resent it that much yeah <laughs> so yeah that's the five books that I feel like everybody should be reading you don't have to go out and read all of them necessarily but definitely check out at least one of them uh in uh find so it I I tried to in my list I tried to include kind of everything so like Spider Gwen we've got the superhero stuff Pisces we've got horror cluster we've got uh sci-fi birthright we've got fantasy and then Gotham Academy is 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 basically Harry Potter in Gotham City so um I tried to kind of include something that everybody might like so Nice, nice. Hell of a list, buddy. Hell of a list. Thanks. <laughs> so who do you want to hear next? Um, Dave, I want to hear yours. Okay. Um, oh, makes uh, one of us, uh, right? Uh, yeah, you're, <laughs> you're the only one. As he breaks hey. out fucking note paper. <laughs> Sean, 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 when you heard Jared say that he wants to hear fucking Jared's, uh, when you heard uh, fucking Jared say he wants to hear Dave's picks, did you puke a little bit in your mouth? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm drinking some, so a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yes, I, I was informed of your uh, request uh, about the topic. And yeah, thank God I did that because God forbid there's no comic book corner this episode, and somebody you ask somebody asks you a comic book question, right, Dave? Right, Dave? Because you got to rub that in my goddamn face. So I made two lists. You see, oh, shit. Um, as the as the uh, as the the comic book uh, uh, aficionado and uh, expert here. Oh, listen uh, to listen uh, to this uh, fucking asshole. I, I figured I should. Uh, listen, hey, 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 Jared, Jared, you just opened up a whole count com, uh, fucking comic book uh, fucking can of worms. Comic book aficionado. Hey Jerry, do you need it? Do you need another co-host? By <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're letting this ship one off. You're gonna have a lot of free time here coming up. So, uh, so um, you, you said five comics that we should be reading. So I made a list of current comics and my all-time top five favorite comics of all time. And oh, that's my, all I want to hear. My criteria was uh, that I own every single issue that was put out of each one of these comics. That so, was my great for my list as well. And that, that follows for my, my, uh, my current list. Number, and I'm going to go in honor of the late great Casey Kasem. I'm going to go from five to one. Uh, okay. Starting in at number five. <laughs> number five. Oh, God. Hey, Jay, do you want to step outside? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> I'm written by Gail Simone and uh, various artists from DC Comics. 
The Secret Six. Now, is this the current comic list? Correct. Okay. Number four, written by the great Cullen Bunn and drawn by Mr. Brad Walker, Sinestro. Mm. Number three, backing up what you said, written by Joshua Williamson and the great Andre Bresson, Birthright. The fucking French. Number two. By Mr. Ed Piscor, written and drawn, Hip Hop Family Tree. Now you may say, wait a minute, mm, wait a minute, Lord. Domesticated Dave. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Wait a minute, that's not a single issue. Well, as of next month, it will be. You see, this will be the first comic I have ever triple dipped. I got it digitally, then I got it in the, in the big hardcover form, and now he is re-releasing all of his content in single issues with new content, and I will be subscribing to it because I would just hand Ed Piscor my checking account routing number. You hear that, for fucking comic book do. geek? So get off Dave's dick. Apparently, a lot of people would because he's doing the same comic again. Exactly. And <laughs> number one, without a doubt, written by Curtis Weeb and originally created by Rock Upchurch with current artist Tess Fowler, The Rat Queen. It's a great choice, man. As uh, my top choice. five of all time. I'm actually excited for this. Number five, written by Garth Ennis. And drawn by Derek Robertson. Fucking preacher, man. The Boys. Number four. Written by Brian K. Vaughn. Drawn by Pia Guerrera. Why? The Last Man. Number Great three. Choice. Written by Mark Wade. Drawn by Peter Krause. Irredeemable. Number two. Written by Joe Hill. Drawn by Gabriel Rodriguez. Lock and Key. Number one. Preacher, man. Come on, man. Number one. Preacher, man. Number one. Preach. Garth Ennis, yes! Dylan, motherfucking preacher. Woo! That's my boy right there. Is that the official title? Motherfucking preacher. Yeah. When I say it, it is, goddammit. Gangster as fuck. That's gospel, man. And those are my top five current and all-time comic books. Thank you, Mr. Gaffer. Love it. Who's next? Love it. I haven't even read five comic books in my whole life, so I have to bow out of this one. <laughs> That's Frank, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> 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 Fucking Frank. But <laughs> uh, it's true. I'm, gonna, I'm not a current comic book reader anymore. You know, I... I do the Marvel Unlimited thing. I would totally do DC Unlimited if such a service existed. I would read every fucking DC book that existed if they gave me a cost-effective way to do so. Yeah. But since they don't, I don't read any DC books. I, I Dude, I need to get you fucking reading the new Superman. I would. I, I'd i read John Romita Jr.'s Superman. I'd check it out. Uh, it's great. Isn't dude, DC dude. Like dollars hey, hey, who's, hey, Sean, are you reading it? What? No, no. Because I, like I said, I, like isn't like DC Comics like five dollars a title now? Like, exactly, you know, exactly. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But I will, I will go ahead and uh, quickly throw out a uh, a top five here. Come on, give me, give me some Silver Surfer Dance a lot. Come uh, on. That would be if I was going to do the current. That would yes. be my number one current. Yes. But this is my top five all time. All right. I'll go same criteria as Dave. That these are comics I actually own. Okay. Number five is by the man Evan Dorkin. Nice. Writes, draws. Milk and cheese, dairy products gone bad. Bravo. Number four would be the Kurt Busiak, Mark Bagley run on Thunderbolts. Um, mm. Biggest swerve in comic book history to me. I mean, even the Wizard magazine 
was selling us on the fact that these were the replacement Avengers. And it wasn't until that last page of issue one that you were like, holy fuck, it's Baron Zemo and the fucking Masters of Evil. And I mean, I was just never before has anything in a comic page blown me away like that. Uh, number three, another Kurt Busiek, this time with George Perez, and it's the Avengers run. Number two, written and drawn by Jeff Smith, Bone. And then my number one comic run of all time, um, Brian Michael Bendis, Mark Bagley, their Ultimate Spider-Man run. It's my favorite run of all time. Wow. That's awesome. So that's, Love it. that's my top five. Hell of a list. Shit. It's a great list. Definitely. <laughs> if you haven't read Milk and Cheese, listeners, seek it out because it is fucking hilarious. Dude, I, I, I've heard nothing but – like Milk and Cheese like comes out very intermittently, right? Yeah, it's been out for like – 15 years and there's like exactly. eight issues exactly like, yeah. <laughs> like like when milk and cheese comes out like it'll be years later and shit but like people fucking like blow the fuck up when this comes out and i'm a big fan of dork too just his yeah. his other comic book his right. more regular comic book right. that he had dork yeah like d-o-r-k like yeah yeah like me like yeah. you you fucking beat me to the punch you motherfucker oh i know self-appreciation is one of my skills oh well you're excelling at that Gafford, what's up, dude? Go ahead. Let's hear it, Brian. All right. Uh, the, the five comic books that are out right now that I would absolutely read. Gafford, you beat me to it. Number one. Uh, not now number one, but I'm saying like in my top five. And I'm not going to mm-hmm. order these by, you know, uh, five, four, three, two, one. I'm just going to name Birthright is definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joshua Williamson is killing it on this book. It, it's a book that I cannot stop reading. I absolutely love Birthright. It is so damn good. I wasn't expecting much from this either. And mm-hmm. reading that first issue, it had me hooked, and and I can't stop reading it. Uh, also, Rat Queens, Dave. Dude, fucking Rat Queens is the shit, bro. I mean, seriously, I love Rat Queens. It's so damn good. Uh, Curtis Weeby is killing it on that book. Um, I'm also going to say Brian K. Vaughn, Saga. Of course, that's a, that's a given. If you're not reading Saga, you're not reading comics. That's a perennial favorite of pop culture leftovers. Exactly. Oh, yeah. uh, it is so amazing. Uh, God, I, I, there's one book that I'm going to say for the last one. It's, it's something that I don't think that not a lot of people are reading, but it's something I'm absolutely obsessed with. What is going to be my number two? Uh, this was a tough one. Number two, I'm, you know what? I'm going to fuck it. I'm going to say the Superman comics that are coming out from DC right mm, now. Superman, so Superman, it, it, he's blowing, the Superman books are blowing me away. The action comics and Superman main title are blowing me away. Ever since Superman has had this like, what is it? They call it like the solar flare power yep, yep. that he has. Every time he uses that power and he's depowered and we get to see a Superman that's more relatable, a Superman that rides a motorcycle, that gets hungry and eats a burrito <laughs> at a fucking truck stop, <laughs> that shit is just fun. I remember last week we were having a smoke break and you were like, Jake, remember that Superman power we were making fun of a bunch? Yes, yes. <laughs> it's actually pretty cool. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. We've got a Superman that takes his cape and he wraps – uh, the, the the cape around his 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 fists and he punches monsters with it. <laughs> awesome. 
and it's so cool. It's a Superman from, it's a Superman that uh, future generations can relate to. It's a depowered Superman. It's fun. So read Action Comics, read Superman. I've even added uh, Superman and Lois Lane to my Damn. pull list in hopes that that will be a great book as well. My number one book that you should be reading right now that you're not reading is called The Autumn Lands, Tooth hmm. and Claw. And this this book is by Kurt Busiek. Mm. And uh, got me interested. Kurt Busiek, the uh, and the artist by Benjamin Dewey. Uh, Jordi Belair is the colorist. And this book is honestly right now my obsession. I love this fucking book. It is so amazing. I'm I'm gonna pass this around. If if you like stuff like uh, growing up, if you were a big fan of like the Wind and the Willows that have like anthro, what are they called? Anthropomor- anthropomorphic yeah. uh, animal characters that look like humans. Um, this is a book that you need to be reading. Um, it takes elements of some of the, my favorite uh, genres and and uh, uh, characters in uh, um, fiction. And it blends them together. It takes the fantasy world that I love from like uh, Conan. It takes uh, Lord of the Rings. It takes animal characters that have human-like abilities. And then it also takes Ash from uh, the uh, Army of Darkness. Oh, man. I'm You're kind of getting me hooked on this book. And it blends them all into one book. Uh, we've got a character. Basically, like you've got anthropomorphic characters that are all animals. And their world is ruled pretty much by magic. And the magic in this world is running out. And um, there are powers that are uh, a little bit more powerful than them um, that they need to battle but they need the chosen one. And so what they do is they summon up, they, they take all their magical abilities, all these anthropomorphic animals, they take all their abilities, their magic abilities, and they summon upon the chosen one. And the chosen one, they've always like all these different animals, they'd be like, I wonder if it's a lion or if it's a bird or if it's a dog or a cat or whatever. They, they They're are, all items to Dave. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> They're all items to Dave, but yeah, like they're hoping that it's like, like this, 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 uh, this, uh, uh, chosen one is going to represent their uh, their um, their animal group, and uh, the chosen one when he arrives, he is hairless and he has uh, no fur, he has no feathers, and it's a human being. Mm. And his name is Leroyd, and he is from the future, and he is the chosen one, and he mm. is the one that is going to battle you know the evil things that be in this fucking book. And he, like, like the first episode, you don't meet Leroyd. And, uh, it's like this, it's, it's a fun book. In the second episode, like, you've got Leroyd dropping, like, fucking, like, Ash from Evil Dead, you know, drops. He's, like, saying, you know, fuck you and fuck these animals and what the fuck is this owl over here talking about? And it's just great. Like, he's, like, he's totally Ash from the Evil Dead. And this book, I'm, I love Saga. But, like, this book, like, honestly, right now, it's my pure addiction. It's called Autumn Lands, Tooth and Claw, and they – look at this book. How many issues into this? They are only six issues in. Issue seven comes out shortly. The first trade should be out. You should – image trades, of course, as you know, you can get these image trades, the first uh, trade for, like, $9.99. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, definitely check out Autumn Lands, Tooth and Claw. 
it is it is my favorite comic book out that's right now. Well, I, I like well, the font that it it's all written in. The, yeah, the font that it's written in, the lettering is great. Um, I, I love how they start every issue out with the characters, and then you flip to the second page, and it's got this very painterly yeah. exposition about the episode. You. You get oh, this. Neat. Isn't that very cool? Even very if cool. you, if you're listening to this and you don't read comic books, but you ever loved the game Werewolf by White Wolf Studios, oh yeah, this comic is a must read because it, it basically to speak to the werewolf players out there. If you were suddenly sucked into the Umbra and all of the, all of the. Beings you encountered in the Umbra were telling you you are the key to their salvation. That's the story of Autumn Lands Tooth and Claw. You need to check it out, even if you're not a comic book person, but you ever played Werewolf and loved it, you need to read this book. If you don't think of animals as items, <laughs> you need to also read this comic book. <laughs> Guys, I'm sorry. You didn't get to hear the first part of the podcast. And, and do you get to claim them as like carry on, Dave? When you go on a plane? <laughs> I always travel with my kitties. <laughs> but uh, this is my new obsession. It's called Autumn Lands Tooth and Claw. It's six issues up, uh, six issues deep. Uh, definitely, uh, definitely pre-order the trade. Um, or, I don't know, wherever you get comic books, get the trade. Autumn Lands Tooth and Claw. It is, it is my obsession right now. I love this book. I love Very this cool. book. So. Hey, Jared, are you reading Autumn Lands? I'm not. I need to check it out. Definitely, dude. <laughs> you definitely need to check this out. I think you can get the first trade right now, dude. Fucking, yeah. uh, Kurt Busiak and Jordi Berlair. I, I love this book. So, I, I, if I'm not listening to a uh, Joe Comic Show podcast in the near future where uh, you guys talk about Autumn Land's Tooth and Claw, I'm uh, hitting unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing it out there, Chief. <laughs> it sounds like something that I would enjoy. So, yeah. well, and anything Jordy Belair's connected to, you're you're oh, getting yeah. your money's worth. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's she's the premier colorist in the I've industry got right Dana now. Complaining my about my Cersei love on my Facebook page. Yeah. <laughs> well, and letters is something that you don't often think about. Like, wow, that's a really great letter. Like, you just don't think about it. But uh, they take it to another level in this book. Yeah, awesome. just like Dave takes it to another level when he thinks he's the fucking showrunner on this show. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Episode 100. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to hear Dave say the closing line. You got that shit? Like every doggy bag says on this doggy bag. <laughs> no, I, I want to thank, I want to thank, I want to thank, hey, Sean, I want to thank you for being a listener. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Wake up, Sean. You sound like Dave over Sean's there. Sean's our Dave. That's my boy. <laughs> Joe, uh, Jared Gafford, I want to thank you for fucking listening to the show and taking part in this, dude. That's awesome. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, you know what? I mean, we have a ton of emails that I haven't even read yet, but I, I can't do it this week. I mean, this, this episode has been about you, but I, I can't read these up. I can't. They're never going to get read now because this is it. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. This is it. This is the last episode Sorry. ever. No, Brian. Yeah. You know how people are, how many like new listeners are freaking out on Facebook right now from that post earlier? Yeah. Hey, that, that was my post. Oh, yeah, from Jake. <laughs> what post was that? I'm sure there's some people who genuinely think it's the last episode. It is? It is the last episode. What do you mean, think? 
Mm. You know, I, even if you guys did quit, I'm pretty sure that somebody would do like a spinoff. It'd be like um, no. left, it'd be Pop Culture Left Behind or something. We have like legal right to that, right? <laughs> what, yeah. what? No, 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 no. You're saying Kirk Cameron's going to do a Left Behind? <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> Nicholas Cage is already optional. <laughs> Uh, Fuck Kirk Cameron. You've just been left behind. <laughs> Thanks, Kirk. Candace Cameron, man. Mm. Oh, dude, uh, you know what? Like, uh, the Fuller, Full House, Fuller House. Oh, man. John Stamos was on set. Do you think he's gonna be in Halfway House? <laughs> after his, after his fucking. Damn, man. I'm sorry. Kicking a man while he's down. Well, shit, he shouldn't have fucking been drinking and driving. He's endangering people on the road, Dave. True. Yeah. He shouldn't be endangering people. Mar- Mary Kate and Ashley Fuck can you, be Uncle like. Jesse. Mary Fuck Ka- you. Mary yeah. Kate and Ashley can be like his sponsor. Be a, they, they got lots of. Oh, yeah, because they did such a bang up job with fucking Heath Ledger. <laughs> 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 you win. Wow. Yeah, I said it. Fuck off. Whatever. Truth. If they weren't doing fucking drugs with Heath Ledger, maybe he'd still be with us. So, yeah, fuck the Olsen twins. <laughs> yeah, I said it. Deal with it. Don't give me fucking silence. Man, many people have said about fucking the Olsen twins. Ew, no, dude. They're, they're like skeletons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, hey, have you ever thought about banging Skeletor? Twin Skeletors. Did I like that? <laughs> oh, Frank. So it's so good to have you back, I guess. I don't know. I guess. No, it's, dude, this is, uh, five of us at the round table, joined by Jared Gafford, Sean LaHosette, and, uh, this is awesome, dude. This is, this is what it's about, man. Just reaching out to people and and uh, ending while we're on top. We're on top, right? Are we on top? Are we on top? I don't know. I agree. This is Less the most fun be- I've ever had recording an episode, so I'm glad this is this is a good place to stop. I'm pretty sure in this group I qualify as the bottom, so I'm not on top. I feel like a power bottom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck you be a power Paging Dr. Freud. Paging Dr. Freud. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking logistics of that just blow my mind. Yeah. Think about it. You should see these comments. You guys were my favorite podcast. <laughs> I'm really said, good. No, who said that? Who said that? Who's the asshole that it, said that? It went by too fast. I, Go back. I didn't. I can't see. I can't. There's no rewind. No, on that's why, that's, that's no, no, no. Ask him to say it again. Say it again, motherfucker. <laughs> say it again. Say it again. Say it again. What, what are you going to do about it, Brad? It was KF the Geek. Oh, that, is that KF Grip? Yes. Is that David? I, I believe so. I'm going to miss Brian so much. Who said that? Finn. Dude, fucking Finn. What, fucking. Are you, what are you doing to the heart and soul? Jake Harms says, honestly, my life has changed because of you guys. I've learned so much. Oh, my God. You guys are killing me. <laughs> I learned what a blue waffle was. <laughs> you learned what blue waffle was because of this podcast? Yeah. Oh, my God. We educated the biggest pervert on the planet about Blue Waffle, and that makes me feel like we've done our job. We've expanded perversion. Mission accomplished. Brian was my favorite from Bayman. Who's Baymon? I I don't know. I just get Twitter handles. Thanks for Saga, Sense8, and Fables, Brian. Well, thank you for like appreciating anything I've ever said because I'm an idiot. Jesse says you keep me awake at work. You're going to have to switch to coffee now because we're gone. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> seriously, you're gonna have to rely on Juan Valdez and his trusty donkey. Love you guys, the whole dynamic. Thanks for everything. God, <laughs> all right, all right, come on, Brian. I will forever toss taste in Tupperware. You're fucking killing me, dude. Yeah, you, you, come on. Really? Yeah, really. No. Yeah, come on, Jake. Really? Come on. This is it. We're done. I'm doing Ducktales podcast. We can't turn back now. <laughs>
I can't commit to two podcasts. You told me we're done. Put put him put him put him put him on on screen right now, and you look into their eyes and you tell them. Oh, are we going to come back for Star Wars Episode Seven? Oh no. man, no, not even that. We don't even like. I'm Star Wars. not even going to watch it. Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. Please don't go. Oh. I'm like totally gonna Come become on. a redneck after Come on, this. Ron is in denial. Country music and boots. They're killing me, man. We got a no. No. Look, I'm, a, I'm gonna show the I'm gonna show the phone to Brian. Tell him how much you're gonna miss. Pop All right, guys, here's your chance. Convince him. No, Dave's the fucking showrunner. Oh, Dave's the uh, show it to him. Thanks for all the great weekly nerd outs. Driving won't be the same. Don't leave us. You can still drive. I like this one. I hope you all burn in nerd hell for leaving us. We are actually already burning in nerd hell. Is, so is that a thing? Is nerd hell a thing? Because if nerd you're hell. All right, hold on. What's you can up? grab it. You can take it. Let me take it. All right. Hey, what's up, everybody? All right. Nobody's saying anything. I'm looking at like green fucking hearts and shit. They were talking up a storm. Hey, I love you, Brian. That's from Finn. Dan, oh, Dan, what's this up? Fucking, I need to fill six hours a week of my life now. I'll, well, you guys need to check out Comics Live. I'll turn to porn. Joe Schmo Comic Show. Will you guys please end wait, wait, lies and propaganda? <laughs> Darth Brian's the man. That comes from KF the Geek. Dan Kata says, bro, I will visit, I swear. Jai Courtney will keep banging your mom. That- yeah! <laughs> <laughs> we can rely on something. Luther Shaver 3000. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Leftovers. Looking forward to the future. Fuck Gizmo Duck. <laughs> I saw someone ask for one final science bitch before we ended oh, the whole ride. Stop, do a science. All right, wait, wait, wait. Finn, Finn, ultimate question here. Who does Dave pick? Keanu or Wonder Woman? Ooh. <laughs> How about who's Keanu playing, dressed as Wonder Woman? Who's playing Wonder Woman, though? Ben asked the tough questions, too. <laughs> so somebody wants to... Ta- no, 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 no. Fucking send that, ta- send that fucking message again. Who's talking about tattooing our logo on their body? Holy shit. What? If someone gets a tattoo, we'll come if back somebody, and do one more episode. Yeah, if somebody fucking tattoos fucking pop culture leftovers on their body, then I'm going to seriously consider about coming back. That's a thing. Who did that? Talk to me. <laughs> I'm looking at nothing right now. Fess up. Done. No. That's KF Grip. I started, I started listening at Man of Steel and haven't missed one since, says uh, Joe, Joe Vitale. I still need to know who Dave would pick. Dave, who the fuck are you going to pick? Keanu or Wonder Woman? Who you bang, man? Uh, Keanu dressed as Wonder Woman. There you go. Flash Raptor <laughs> says he's going to tattoo it on his wiener, but it's too small. Is Wiener's too small? Our logo or is Wiener? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like the big question, you know? Uh Pete Neen says Man of Steel is awesome. Fuck Jake. Oh, yeah. Pete Neen, motherfucker. <laughs> exactly. I love Pete. <laughs> Can Dave just please leave forever, says Joe. Holy Kelly. shit. Hey, Pete, suck a dick. We love you, Joe. Oh, <laughs> damn it, Jake. <laughs> uh, KF Grip says, I'm going to it on, I'm going to tattoo it on my ass cheeks. Uh, I want someone to... Fucking tattoo it right in their face. Gallon01 says, <laughs> Gallon01 says, I like Dave. The mark of the beast. <laughs> yeah. uh, Shaver3000 says, Did anyone spill a beer on this episode? No, I think we sp- spilled fruit. We had a lot of coaster droppings. Yeah, don't jinx us. <laughs> I, I'm not drinking, so I can't spill it. <sighs> no jinx. You guys are fucking killing me. They're like, does PCL mean no, sh- uh, does this mean no PCL shirts? 
It definitely means that. Like you guys, like they've been begging that for shirts. That was before this, right? Yeah. You know, like they've been begging for shirts and shit. <laughs> Will Dave consider a, a woman of American Gladiators podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's from Pete and I knew it had to be Pete. It was too hilarious <laughs> to not be Pete. <laughs> oh, uh, Dan West says, Frank, you better drink when I'm at your house. Oh, fucking guarantee. Uh, Shaver says, fuck, fuck, oh, pop. Oh. <laughs> I love to hear that shit. That's good shit. Uh, We're changing our name to Funko Pop Culture Leftovers. Holy shit. There are official spots. Pete says, fuck, flash dance. Flash dance? Where did that come from? Finn says, Brian, I'm gonna miss you the most. Like, I'm fucking like, uh, uh fucking like the scarecrow and shit. You're like a surrogate father almost. Uh, KF the Geef says, Jai Courtney Funko Pop my mom. <laughs> Somebody, uh, who said, stop the Funko hate? God. Is that Jake? Brian's got my phone. Oh, okay. Where's my phone? Where's my phone? That is the most sure way to make sure that it doesn't... Somebody's not getting laid, right? (laughs) It's me. Jacob Harmon says, hey now, musicals are the shit. I'd sing Rent or Less, Lay Me with Dave all day long. Bravo, sir. Sounds like a podcast in the making. (laughs) <laughs> Harmon, I expected more out of you. Don't encourage this shit, Harmon. It was the beard talking. Uh, Me and Harmon should start a beard podcast. Nobody's saying anything. I, I see hearts and shit. I don't know. I'm seeing like hearts and shit. How are we doing on people? We had like 30 a moment ago. Hulk Hogan, anyone? What the fuck? No, you shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shaver, you shut up. <laughs> no, we are not talking about Hogan. <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking Flash Raptor says Dave has a life-size Keanu Funko with a hollowed mouth. (laughs) 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 Oh, you guys are killing it. Holy shit. Best Hulk Hogan show, Thunder in Paradise. (laughs) I'm partial to Suburban Commando myself. Rip them. Oh, my God. I don't know, guys. I don't know. Like, Like, they're talking about they want us to come back. I'm torn. Maybe. I'm, ri- I'm rip torn. I can't rip torn. Yeah, rip torn. I'm rip torn. <laughs> right. Which is the most badass name. What do you, you hey, hey, what are you thinking? What are you thinking, Jake? You're, you know, you're my fucking rock. I mean, if, if you want to keep it going, I guess we can keep it going. Maybe, maybe we can do a hundred more episodes, I guess. A hundred more? Yeah. Let's not go, go overboard. Maybe ten more. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna fucking keep it real. Best finale since MASH. No. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it real. I'm gonna keep it real. Guys, this started out as a fucking joke. Yeah. This 100 episodes. <laughs> we ain't stopping. Choo choo, motherfucker! Woo! Yep. We ain't stopping. We ain't going fucking anywhere. You've been punked. Always <laughs> ashing. No, no. Do not unsubscribe. Pop Culture Leftovers not going anywhere. We are not leaving. It started out as a fucking joke. And yeah, we're just wanting to hear how much you guys love us. Well, so this don't bastards. tell anyone though. This is Sadistic this is only bastards. for people that made it to the end of this episode yes. to know. Yes. Damn right. So yes. for all you that haven't heard this part, keep it keep it to yourself. Play along with us, okay? Gafford, Gafford, Sean, are yes, you guys sir. are you guys excited for more pop culture leftovers? Hell yeah. You two keep the secret too. All right. 
They're not going to keep the secret. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, new, the new episode of the Joe Schro. Guess what? Yeah, the, the new <laughs> intro on the on the episode of Joe Schro tomorrow is going to be like, "Hey, everybody! If anybody listens to Pop Culture Leftovers, don't worry, they're not going anywhere. Just stick around for the end of the episode." <laughs> yeah, Joe Schro Comic Show episode thirty nine. Pop Culture Leftovers isn't really pretty. <laughs> 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 Someone take their dick out to celebrate. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, Frank's standing up. Hey, <laughs> ask, ask people if they really thought that we were fucking leaving. And shit. People are flipping the fuck out. Since the moment you said we weren't really quitting, Dude, this shit is blowing quit. the fuck up. Dude, we're not quitting. I never had any intention of leaving. <laughs> we're very bad people. We've told you that. I get to keep on hating on Dave. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? Oh man, I, Joe. Guys, that had to have been Joe. <laughs> it wasn't Joe. I would have recognized Joe's picture. <laughs> yes, totally thought you were serious. Who no. Said, who said that? Schick designer. Knick designer. That's Chelsea, my favorite. Oh, this is my shocked Love face. Love you, Chelsea. Love you. <laughs> hey, 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 Sean, Jared. Which one of you guys thought we were actually even? Who thought we were actually? Who, who believed this shit? Who was fucking? Now, new listener, I think I would have believed it but since I've been around for you know a while since like right after, right before the hiatus you guys originally did. Yeah. See, see when you guys left that first time, there was like no, as far as I remember, no heads up about it. Yeah. Like disappeared for like five months. Smart man. That was my fault, dude. I <laughs> like believed it. That <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, Baymon again. Yeah. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> Gafford, you knew we weren't leaving, right, dude? One more I question. Been. What's up? What's up? Pete's got a question. Jai Courtney for your mom or Marissa Tomei for your dad? Only one. <laughs> Jai Courtney for your mom or Marissa Tomei for your dad? Yeah, oh, yes. that's a tough fucking question. That is a, dude, that's like the most hard hitting question I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I love it, both it, of my parents. It depends. Can you watch? Oh, oh, Jesus. That's some, like, Lannister shit there. <laughs> yeah, that is some Lannister shit. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. You know, seriously, like, if you're not subscribing to the Joe Schmo comic show right now, you're a fucking idiot. That, that was, like, the best response I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Harmon said he got a boner as soon as he heard we weren't quitting. <laughs> you, you know, tell Harmon that I'm upset that he didn't want to be on episode 100. Yeah, Did he decline? Fuck? Was it a decline? I, he didn't reach out to me. Aww. Where were you, Harmon? Yeah. Reach out. Grooming his beard. Reach out. Hey, he reach was. He was on the video. Fences, he would pick Gafford for both. <laughs> as my man is dad. My favorite. My, <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> my favorite response on Twitter was from Oscar Murillo, who said, Harm said you dropped the ball. He did. He'll find the tweet. <laughs> Oscar Murillo said that fucking, he's like, uh, my bet is that fucking Dave is gonna be a showrunner <laughs> for pop culture leftovers. Funko pop culture leftovers? Oscar, uh, Oscar's gonna be so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry guys, I'm still your fucking showrunner. Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. <laughs> <laughs> no, know, seriously, like, I, I can't not thank everybody enough. For like a hundred episodes, like it's like we haven't accomplished anything. It's like the only reason that we're excited and having as much as a good time as we are is because <laughs> of the listeners. It's not because of Frank not oh, showing no. not showing up for fourteen episodes. <laughs> you fucking slack. We love you too, Brain. Then spell his fucking name right. Brain, <laughs> <laughs> call me Brain. 
I made that mistake once. <laughs> fucking oh, pinky. Dan Hunter. Damn shit! I, you know, I see if you'd fucking send your messages and you're not walking all over the fucking place, hey, you can hey, actually spell hey, shit right. Hey, Dan, thanks for your video. You made me dizzy. As, <laughs> you made me dizzy as fuck, spinning around like I felt like I was on the fucking teacup ride and shit. Is this the longest episode? I don't think so. I think no, the San Diego Comic Con episode was our longest episode. Yeah, the last one. Yeah, we had to break that in. Thank you guys, except for Frank. What a slacker. <laughs> As per typical. Uh, no, uh, you know, I mean, I mean, this episode has been about, this, been, this episode has so far has been about, you know, the milieu of you, the leftover army. But I want to know, I want to know what pop culture leftovers means to the people that are here that uh, take part in the podcast week from week, week to week. I can't even talk. I'm fucking drunk. Dave, Dave, what does pop culture leftovers mean to you since you've been uh, recording with us, man? Well, um, I already cried once on this damn episode. Yeah, you did. And uh, I'm not going to do it again. Um... Pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Guilty as charged. It's a real touching moment. I, uh, <laughs> um, these, these men sitting around this table, uh, mean the world to me. Uh, for those who don't know and don't listen, uh, I, I normally would not talk about this sort of thing, but, uh, I, I'm talking to my best friend here and you guys are all my friends now too. So, uh, basically, uh, in the last year, my uh, family imploded. I, uh, yeah. I, 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 I uh, experienced the highest highs of uh, becoming a, uh, a a businessman um, in a legal business, and uh, um, <laughs> uh, and um, experienced the lowest of lows uh, in the loss of my my marriage and uh, almost the the loss of. My, my son. And, um, uh, the, you know, all of the, all of the joking aside, this, this show has saved, uh, my, my sanity and my soul this year. It kept me, uh, with one uncompromising bright spot, uh, to look forward to, even in the darkest of times. And, uh, there, there can, there can be all sorts of things said from people, uh, that listen to this show about how much they love this show. But, um, I'm sorry guys, you don't, you don't love it as much as I do. And, um, all the joking aside, I, I cannot think of anything else I'd rather do, uh, just for me, because so much of my day and my my life now is spent in the service of work and and my son that i don 't get time for me and this is this is something that everybody needs something for them, something that they can hold dear, and that is this show so uh, thank you to everyone who listens and participates and uh you 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 guys are great, and uh, that that is a sincere thank you. No stroking, it's the real deal. So thank you, Jake. Thank you, Jay. Thank you, Frank. Thank you, Brian. I love and care for you all. That's all I got. 
I'm such a dick. <laughs> no, thank you, Dave, dude. Like, Lovesticated Dave is what they're saying on the. <laughs> what are they saying? Lovesticated Dave. Lovesticated? <laughs> no. Everyone don't. says you dick, Brian. <laughs> 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 oh, I, you know what? I love Dave to death, man. I love da- Dave. I've known him for fucking <laughs> most of my life, dude. And uh, it's so great to have him on the show now. Frank, what is uh, what is pop culture leftovers meant to you, man? Um, One hundred episodes, dude. I know. Uh, I believe it or not, I'm not a very social person in real life. I don't have very many friends because I have a hard time trusting people. And um, this this has really opened doors and avenues and healed some bits in my life because I've got you guys, and through that, you know, I've got the army. And, um, I mean, I'm not trying to jump on the same train that you're on, Dave, but, I mean, i got some bad shit going on in my life right now. Uh, not anything with my marriage or anything, but um, I've been through that stuff before. And um, This is like a fucking episode of Montel and shit, right? Pretty much. But, like, <laughs> like one, of, one of the reasons why I haven't been able to get back, and I, I haven't let a lot of people know about it is my, both my parents are having some severe health issues. Yeah, that's true. And uh, my, my back notwithstanding, uh, it's been quite difficult the past couple of months because most of my siblings live out of state and I got one in Chicago and I'm the only one who's here. So um, it, it was really, 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 really important for me to be able to be here today. Thank God. I, I, that's the thing. It's like I, I, I've been wanting episode 100 to have like all of my friends involved, and to have all five of you guys here sitting with me to get today means so much. As as well as like the leftover army that participated. So thank God you were here, Frank, because you're a big part of this, man. I agree. This wouldn't have felt like episode 100 if all five of us couldn't have made it. Like, I agree. It just wouldn't have felt the same. Yeah. It's just it's awesome and i love all you guys and everybody listening and everything that you do everybody's so cool we don't really have any you know actual assholes no 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 hold on hold on hold on fucking shane's anger that hates frank so what no we have a listener that hates you shane's anger go fuck himself no frank frank loves you shane yeah and you need to be nice to frank because frank 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 loves all of our listeners. Frank's a great guy, and even Shane and and your anger, you need you need to, you need to respect that shit. Because like Frank, Frank came in at a time when it was just like me and Jake, and we didn't know what we were gonna do with the show. We didn't know what we were gonna do with the show. Yeah, it was just me and Brian like trying me, to hold it down, and we me, were like, oh my god, we need a third person. We need a third person. We can't get a fucking breath. Yeah, because uh, Jay was like, we had Jay. Heartless son of a bitch. We had Jay, which I love to death. And I've known you for over 30 years and shit. Yes. But Jay was like, fuck you, Army. <laughs> fuck you, Army. Personal shit. <laughs> and so, like, Frank, Frank, Frank came in at a time where we needed a third. And uh, Frank came in and he filled a uh, huge void. I mean, you know, trying to fill the fucking shoes of fucking uh, Jay is huge. Mm, mm-hmm. And Frank came in there and people at first were like, oh, uh, I don't know about this guy. This guy's, this guy's weird. <laughs> and, and then, then I got, got drunk. And then Frank got, yeah. And, then, and, then Frank and got, more lovable. And then Frank got drunk and people were like, oh my God, oh, I, re- I really like this guy. And like Frank had his own fucking fr- fans and shit. 
The, Fra- the Frankfurters? <laughs> I didn't even hear about that. <laughs> no, those are your fans. They're called the Frankfurters. And, like, they love you. And so, like, you're a huge part of the show. And to have you back this week is huge, Frank, because I've missed you. And I know I give you a lot of shit and people think I'm mean to you. <laughs> people think I'm mean. But you know what, Frank? You you came in at a time where we really needed somebody to come in here and step in and be, like, a part of this show. And you did that because Jay was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gone. <laughs> He's like, Jay's like, you know what? I got my own shit going on. <laughs> Jay's, like, Jay's like, you know, this show's not important to me right now. Right. And so you came in and you're like, you know what? I'm gonna put myself above like whatever Jay's got fuck going Jay. on. Yeah. <laughs> no. You were like, you know what? Fuck Jay. <laughs> fuck Jay and his personal bullshit. <laughs> I'm gonna step in here. <laughs> Shit. I, I, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this show to the next fucking level. And you did. And you did. And I, we gained listeners because of you. I guarantee you we gained listeners because of you. And we probably lost listeners. Oh, sure. I guarantee. I guarantee we've lost people <laughs> because you haven't been around in a while. Oh. So it's huge to have you on. So, Frank, even for the haters, I love you. And thank you for being here for as many episodes as you've contributed in. And you're an awesome human being. And we love you. And um, you're welcome anytime. I love you guys so much. I I. I really don't have very many friends. I got like one guy other than you guys. So it, I, I'm just really, really, really happy to be a part of it. You're a part. No, you're a huge part of it. You are a huge part of this show. And we love you. Thanks. <laughs> are you getting ready to surprise Frank by making him a leftover? No, no, no. no, no. That's not happening. No, 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 no. You guys are insane. Jason, Jason, you know what? I mean, like you're one of the founders. You, you were with us for a while and, uh, you know, things have happened and you've left, you've come back, you've left and you've come back. You're like, you know, you're Mr. Wishy-washy. Yeah. (laughs) I've known you. I've known you forever. Yeah. And we love you. And having you back like i said last week dude it's fucking rejuvenated me i haven't felt this good in a long time i give you shit rafe and depper rafe and (laughs) absolutely 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 fucking our childhood like i've spent so much time with you over the years and like having you back has rejuvenated me and yeah people like i'm gonna stop fuck no i got fucking jason piper (laughs) fucking back on Pop Culture Leftovers. Uh, am I going to fucking stop now? Fuck no. <laughs> I'm going for another 100 episodes. There's no way I'm going to fucking stop. Shit. So, Jason, I have you back. What has this meant to you? And <laughs> just, I love you, dude. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, like, it, it was, you know, I yeah, we've all been through some shit, you know. This is... Tour of duty for all of us. We've all, We've all been on a podcast with Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Brian shooting the minigun. He's not hitting anything. <laughs> Dave just keeps running. <laughs> but, uh. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I, I stepped away for a while, unfortunately. Um, and I missed it so much. It was unfortunate. 
It was we, Dude, dude, I was fucking... I, it shook my whole fucking world when you left the show. It shook Jake's fucking world when you left There the wasn't show. a week when we weren't texting each other. You think Jake, Jay will come back That's at some point? That's fucking true. If you could look... No, if you could look at our true. fucking text messages, even fucking Frank, oh, even, yeah. and Dave... Dave, Dave, Dave was a fucking huge cheerleader for you to come back. We all wanted you to come back. Wore the skirt and everything. But, but like, like, no, seriously. Like, I was like, I, I, I didn't want to, you know, you see like, you know, like the little animals out in the woods and shit. Yeah. You know, you see the cute little bunny rabbit and shit. And he's like, you know, like he's shaking his little fucking white little tail and shit. But like, if you like yell at the little white little bunny rabbit, he would like run away. Right. <laughs> and we, I didn't want to scare you away. So I kept telling Jake, like, don't ask him to come back. Dave, don't ask him to come back. Frank, don't, I don't. I already, I did that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Frank, you've already fucked up. It's <laughs> don't ask him to come back again because I don't want to scare him away. If Jay, if Jay wants to come back, he'll come back on his own terms. Yeah. And like these conversations took place unbeknownst to you. It did. Yeah. We wanted you to come back because we love having you on here. And, but I didn't want to shake the little, I didn't want to scare the little bunny rabbit away. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just want, I, I, sure, I wanted to see the little bunny rabbit shake his little fucking tail and shit, but I didn't want to scare him away. Man, you know me so fucking well. So, I said, <laughs> it's ridiculous. I said, I said, I said Jay's gonna come back. He, if he comes back, he comes back on his own terms. And you're back. Yeah. And it's, it's fucking, it's rejuvenated me. There's, I guarantee the listeners, if they listen to past episodes with me, they've, they've heard a difference. In the way that I'm talking now, yeah, from when you left and from when you come back, and you're a huge fucking part of this show, and having you back has rejuvenated fucking not only me but fucking Jake, Dave, and Frank. hundred percent, big time. You're fucking huge, man. What the fuck, <laughs> seriously. You call Finn the fucking heart and soul. He's never fucking clicked publish on an episode. <laughs> I love you, Finn. I'm fucking with you. Yeah. But, but Jay, having you back, dude, what's it mean, man? What's it mean coming back to this, dude? I, I mean, I got to tell you, like, you know, I I was lonely as shit. You know, I I, I stepped away from the show for personal issues. Um, you guys were all fucking awesome about that, by the way, you know. Um, and I, I was listening to episodes with, with Frank and Dave and you guys, and I was like, man... That's what I'm fucking missing in my life. You know, I don't have friends like this that I can, that I can talk to. You know what I'm saying? And that will, you know, like this isn't, this isn't easy all the time. You know, you, you, Brian, you put in fucking a ton of goddamn work that I, I even was like, how do you, how do you have time for this? You know what I mean? And you're one of my friends that it doesn't matter what the fuck's going on. We we reconnect and it's like you know it's like we never nothing, skip a beat. No, it's like nothing ever happened. Yep. Right. And nobody else treats me like that. So, um, fuck, man. Yeah, that's that's the main thing is that um, I'm not trying to like do this to to get my voice heard. You know, I'm doing this because I like fucking hanging out with you guys and talking to you guys. You're 100 percent sincere. So and I it's totally just, believe that. It's just. That's the main thing for me. It's like that's my freedom out of all the bullshit in your daily fucking life. You know, we've had listeners talk to us about their problems. You know, we've all got fucking problems. Um, but this this show for me, and it's like that's what's cool about other shows uh, emerging out of this. It's like other people, 
you know, deciding to go and do this as well. Insp- inspiring other people like uh, Jared Gafford yeah. and uh, the League mm-hmm. of Geeks and uh, people to do their own thing and uh, just listening to those other shows and, uh, dude, it, it's awesome. That's the most amazing thing that yeah. these things have spawned out of this and friendships, man. I, I, I seriously like, like, dude, I, hey, Jared. Yeah. I text you, dude. Oh yeah, you we text te- on a pretty consistent basis. <laughs> you text me, and it's like it's like I text uh, Ryan Dros from Star Joe's. I text uh, Eric Grubb from the Awesome Movie Podcast. I text Sean and yeah. Alil and Steve, and it's so fucking cool just knowing that I can like listen to one of their episodes or listen to something that you guys are saying, and I can text you guys. It's so fucking cool, and uh, it's our li- our listeners can like message us on Facebook, and I can I can respond to them. Yeah. And, uh, and Jay, it's like, dude, I want you to be here. I want to be here. You are, (laughs) no, you are pop culture leftovers, dude. Like, you're the, you're one of the founders. It's me, you, and Jake. We're the founders of this fucking show. And along the way, we've picked up Dave, one of my best friends from, from, like, you know, fucking 30 years, dude. You've come along and you've like, you've like, you've like, uh, taken this on and you've like, like our listeners have like, uh, gravitated to you. Some of them have been like, fuck Dave, he's a fucking, <laughs> he's like a douchebag and shit. But you know what? They don't know you. They don't know you, man. They don't know you like I know you. Dave was the first person I ever heard about from Brian, okay? So like, for him to talk about anybody. You were the first person I ever heard about, and I was like, who the fuck's this Dave yep. <laughs> I, Dude, I remember being in, like, the fifth grade, and me and Dave became, like, best friends, and talking on the phone with Dave as a kid. I mean, you couldn't ask for a better person to listen to your problems than Dave, Domesticated Dave. You guys can call him Dumbasticated Dave, whatever, and we poke fun at him, but you couldn't ask for a better friend growing up. You couldn't ask for a better fun- friend to play Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with <laughs> as a kid. <laughs> and that's what we did. I mean, we had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle action figures and growing up, and we and Dave would play with our little figures growing up. We and Dave would go to Hardee's and go to the fucking uh, playground at Hardee's, and we would play like we're X-Men. And I would be Wolverine. Dave would be rogue. (laughs) Stop trying to kiss me, dude. Stop trying to kiss me. You can't kiss me. I'll take your powers away. There's a sexual tension. But but you, you, you... I am privileged. I am privileged to have the friends that I have today in Frank, Dave, Jake, Jay. I am privileged to have to know these guys as human beings. It's amazing that I get to spend time with like the the coolest fucking people on the fucking planet. Damn, you are drunk. No, no, I'm, <laughs> I may I may have been drinking, but I, I'm saying this like with with all honesty. Darth Bryan aside, I love these fucking guys. I love them with all my heart. Dave, Jay, Frank, Jake. I've heard him say it sober plenty of times, so. <laughs> you guys are fucking awesome. And 
not only have I formed a relationship with you, but I fucking, like, I've got to meet some incredible people like Sean LaHazit and fucking Jared Gafford and fucking, uh, Dan West and Mark Perillo and fucking, uh, fucking, uh, Pete Neen and Jesse Candelori and Rob Pepe and fucking everybody else that listens to this fucking show. Everybody that listens. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. It is fucking amazing. It's totally, I love it. totally unexpected. Jake. <laughs> Jake, oh, what, what uh, the fuck does pop culture leftovers mean to you? Oh God, I gotta follow you guys after all that. Holy crap. Uh, yeah. Uh, it means a lot. I mean, it's really crazy. I mean, it's just kind of a spur of the moment thing. We're all just talking about Facebook. I, I still remember this all spurring a little bit from me and Brian getting into a huge fight on Nick Mosser's Facebook page about the Hobbit movies. That's true. <laughs> That's true. And Brian's like, I wanna, I wanna open a comic store. And I said, we should do a podcast. It's cheaper. <laughs> and, Brian, and then Brian just fucking ran with that shit. I mean, the next thing you knew, we, we were fucking doing a show, and I was meeting up with Jay at fucking Co-op Records and squatting uncomfortably behind the fucking desk at Co-op, trying, yeah, <laughs> trying to fucking get my face, and me and Jake trying to squeeze our faces to the mic close enough to be able to do this shit and everything, you know, and and just it's just been so much. I mean, so much has happened to me over these what two and a half years now. Yeah. While we've been doing this, like so many things happened to me in my life. You know, I've moved about three times, I think, since we started this podcast, and all the people I've met and everything. Just yeah, it's it's just been crazy. Fuck the mayor, someone said. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's talking about artists. He's talking about Mayor McCheese. He's a big <laughs> he's a big McDonald's hater. Uh, but um. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I just recently took about a month off, and I, I can't lie. Every Sunday, I was like, oh, fuck. I gotta do all this fucking packing and shit instead of fucking, I missed Jurassic World, and I was all pissed off, you know. I missed Terminator, and I was okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I don't, oh, man, you guys have said everything there is to say, and, and, I, I guess the biggest takeaway is just making four great friends that I didn't have before we started this thing. You know, I, all of you guys, I love you guys too. I mean, I, I think the world of you, I know Brian says that, you know, if anyone would say anything about any of us, you'd have our backs in a second. And I feel the same way, even though I would get beat up, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, you know, I'll, I would defend you guys tooth or nail if the shit got serious. You know, you guys are my fucking brothers, or as Brian would say, sestras. You guys, no, seriously, if we're gonna go orphan black, you guys definitely are my sestras. So yeah, I love this show. I mean, I'm all kidding aside with that this is gonna be our last episode. I mean, this was never gonna be our fucking last episode. That was a big hoax by us. We do like it. We, we love it. <laughs> so yeah, you know, leftover army fucking for life. You know, I feel like I'm part of the leftover army too, even though I'm I'm part of the show, I still feel like I'm I'm in there in the army too. You're a yeah. general, man. Yeah. So. You're a general. Jay, you're a general. Dave, you know what? You think you're the fucking show Ronald, but you're a general. <laughs> Frank, I don't know, you're peeling potatoes. <laughs> I figured my name could be private parts. <laughs> private parts. <laughs> Frank, you're a general, man. I mean, like, everybody that listens to this fucking episode. <laughs> Joe Vital, you missed your weekly reach around from Brian while you were gone. <laughs> 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 all right, all right, all right. Fuck you, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> what, do I got to talk about what fucking pop culture yeah. leftovers means to me? You have to. We all did. Mm-hmm. You're the fucking guy. Is that what you can make it easier today by double tapping, and then you don't have to. You can... <laughs> What the hell's going go. on here? 
You I, have to. Guys, I'm not smoking. This is an e-cig, so chill the fuck out. I know. That's what all the comments are going to say. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So pop culture leftovers to me is meeting everybody that we've met. I mean, like, and I know I haven't met everybody personally, but it's like we've got to meet, like, so many people through, like, you know, Twitter and Facebook and and I, I'm usually the one that gets the emails and I get them first and I get to read them. And yeah. it's it's just amazing hearing from people week after week after week. And I know I haven't got to read the emails. It's something that I'm going to read hopefully, you know, next week. If we do next week's show, I might have to work Sunday. Yeah, we actually might take a week off next we week. We might take a week off next week, unfortunately, because I got a fucking my, – my fucking manager is telling me that I might have to work on Sunday. So that sucks, but – I'm going to try to make next of the week's episode. But you know what? Fantastic Four fucking coming up the week after. Yeah, that'll be fun. We've got mm-hmm. some, some ideas that we've been spinning around about. Hey, Jared, what are, your thoughts yes, on the, what are your thoughts on the fucking Fantastic Four trailer and shit? Uh, so I actually saw Ant-Man last night, finally. What did you think uh, about Ant-Man, dude? If, if you're going to rate it on the pop culture leftovers fucking scale, what would you rate that shit? Honestly. Taste it. Taste it, okay. Yeah, I liked it. Um, I thought it was it was fun. I thought it was a little bit different from some of the Marvel stuff, but it, it I don't know. It was I walked out of it like, yeah, that was a good movie. It wasn't it wasn't like, oh my gosh, this just blew my mind. But right. uh, it, it was fun. But yeah. before that, I saw the Fantastic Four trailer again for the first time, like on a big screen. And I'll be honest, like I know it's not going to be like necessarily true to the comics or anything like that but as like an action movie it looks like it might be pretty decent dude i hope you're right i mean you know like i was surprised 100 percent by uh x-men days of future past yeah me too and mm-hmm. you know Absolutely. like right now if i was gonna rate it like if you're saying like rate it on the trailers i'm gonna give it a toss it but like going okay. into this i'm hoping like it's gonna x-men days of future past me and like i'm gonna tupperware it did you guys toss? What's that? Did you guys toss Days of Future Past when those trailers came out? I can't remember. Oh, we tossed it every day up until oh, yeah. it came out. <laughs> yeah, we tossed it until the movie came out, and then we Tupperwared it. Yeah. Everybody thought it was going to be a train wreck. Hey, Sean, talk to me, Chief. What are you thinking about Fantastic Four, dude? You know, as somebody who's familiar with Fantastic Four, I think the trailers look really good. I'm really, I'm excited for it, but. If I never read comics or had no idea about these characters, I would have no idea what the premise was or what's going on. Right. Okay. I'm with these you know, guys. These... I'm excited for it, too. Are you? Mm-hmm. I really am. Ah, man. I wish oh, I was excited see, for it. The hmm. newest trailer where they actually showed Doom's face, though. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. Just, like, uh, it looked really – it's, like, I guess, like, I'm trying to, like, balance – all those early rumors with what I'm seeing in the trailer and trying to well, they debunked out. those rumors about him being like Damashev and the and all that stuff those were debunked okay I didn't hear all that so I just know all those rumors were going around but then I saw that picture of uh, Doom's face in the recent trailer and it's kind of like looks good but I don't know how that how it all equals out what, what's crazy about it is like like the first trailer seemed like very like uh, sci-fi like like that Nolan kind of like science fiction and like everything I've seen since seems uh, everything I've seen since 
seems like very like fun mm-hmm. and light and you know michael b jordan cracking jokes and it's like they don't know what movie they have so they're like trying to pander mm. to like whatever audience is right. going to come out and see it like they don't know what they have i'm confused by the tone with the different trailers we've had thank you exactly frank I- i'm feeling the same way like i'm totally confused about like what the tone of this movie is going to be uh i don't even think they know yeah and uh I think the only person that really knows what this movie is, like, that can explain it is Josh Trank, and that motherfucker is, like, like I don't know, hiding under his bed and shit, scared to talk to anybody, because he's Brian. got, you know, he's scared, you know, to fucking talk to anybody about this shit. True. So. Brian, do you think that the lighthearted trailers are a response to people joking about the Nolan-esque? Yes, and that makes me worry. That makes, that makes, that that's worrisome, because it's like, it's like, oh, okay, you guys didn't like the the heavy sci-fi trailer that we showed the first time around. Now we're going to show you, like, this lighthearted, funny Michael B. Jordan cracking jokes trailer yeah. to get those people into the seats. It's, no, like, it it's, it's like they uh, don't know what movie they have. Yeah, well, also, what do they have? Do they have a Nolan-esque, like, serious movie, but they're trying to, mi- they're trying to make it sound like funny and crack jokes? Or is it a crack jokes movie where... They initially try to make it look serious. Well, yeah, but didn't Days of Future Past do the same thing? Their trailers were all over the place too. Okay, uh, yeah, no, no. Uh, refresh my memory on the marketing of the Days of Future Past trailers. Like, what were the first trailers like compared, like, to the latter trailers? Like, I, I know I, I can say like they, maybe they were serious, and then they came out with a fucking Carl's Jr. fucking I'm dropping fucking bacon on the floor, fucking you know, quick sandwich thing. trailer. Yeah. They were just really all over the place. Like when I remember when I was watching the the trailers for that initially, I had no idea like what the movie was like. I mean, I I knew the story of Days of Future Past, so like I assumed what the story was going to be. But like that first trailer where you saw Magneto like lifting the stadium up and things like yeah. that, like it, the order that they put it in the trailer didn't make sense, and so it was, they were just really confusing trailers. Hey, Frank, you got to go, so say goodbye, man. Yep. Bye, everybody. I'll see you you, hopefully on the next episode. Whenever that is. Yep. (laughs) Peace out, y'all. Later, Frank. Love you, dude. Love you, too. You're awesome, man. No, I'm not, but thanks for lying to me. (laughs) Fuck off, Frank. (laughs) (laughs) You're a joke. Get out of here, you worthless piece of shit. Right. See you, man. <laughs> Love you, dude. Love you. Fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> He'll never be a leftover. <laughs> Is he gone yet? Oh, there he goes. Thank God. <laughs> Fuck. He, he left. God damn. God, I, I thought he'd never leave. <laughs> just waiting for Dave to fucking pick up his shit and get out of here. <laughs> yeah, we've just been wasted time seeing if we can get him to go, huh? <laughs> No, man, I hope fucking Fantastic... Dude, I seriously, I hope, like, uh, Fantastic Four just fucking, like, floors me and shit. But everything I've seen is, like, they don't know what they have. And, like, we've got Brian Singer talking about a possible crossover. Mm -hmm. But, like, no confirmation because they're waiting for us as fucking viewers to watch this movie for us to decide, like, what movie they have. Very true. And I think, honestly, like, you know... Josh Trank's career hangs in the balance of this whole thing. So. Yeah, I mean, who knows? I mean, I, I have a feeling that he might not even be involved in Fantastic Four too, even if they, even if this thing is a hit. 
just with all the, you know. Yeah, it may have been greenlit, but yeah. you know what? Fucking uh, Terminator, Terminator uh, Genesis two and three have been greenlit, but we might not see those because Paramount has realized that those didn't make the money that they wanted to make. Yeah. And with Kinsberg not having a very good time working with Trank and everything, sure. you know Kinsberg's not going anywhere. So the, the guy that's going to leave, I would think, would be Trank. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Who would you want to see brought in for Fantastic Four 2, then? Sam Raimi. Fantastic Four, <laughs> Fantastic Four 2? No, not Sam Raimi. Like, if, <laughs> honestly, if they could bring in anybody for Fantastic Four 2, I'd say Ryan Johnson. Oh, that's interesting. I would, I would go with Ryan Johnson. Who's going to be our Star Wars Episode Eight director? Yeah. As soon as he leaves Star Wars Episode Eight, I'd have him bring him in to us. Uh, uh, That's fucking, the Looper, right? That, yes, the, the Looper director, the uh, Brothers Bloom yeah. director. Absolutely, I'd have him brought in. I mean, this guy, I, I think he could kill it. He's so great with like character relationships that I think that he would be able to bring us a real family dynamic between Ben Grimm, Reed Richards, Johnny fucking Storm, and fucking, uh, you know, uh, Sue, uh, Sue Storm. Yeah. <clears throat> it, yeah. It, it's been one of the worst, like, just dragging on, list, you know, watching the trailers over and over, all the new trailers, and just paying attention from this from the beginning. Like, even X-Men got me kind of perked, you know, as, as far as, like, excitement. A little bit, where it was like, okay, this might be all right. But with Fantastic Four, yeah. from beginning to to where we're at now, it's just been like, oh my god, they're putting this on again, dude. Can we get, can we fucking get real though, real quick? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about fucking Oscar Isaac's fucking apocalypse. I love fucking oh, Oscar god. Isaac. I love fucking Oscar Isaac. I loved Ex Machina. Jake, you saw Ex Machina recently? It's a complete Tupperware. Maybe my favorite movie I've seen this year. Absolutely, it's my favorite movie that I've seen all year. But you know what? I'll be honest with you. The character design of Apocalypse looks like shit. Yeah. It, no, no, it looks like shit. I agree. We thought like, the same thing about Quicksilver, though, so I'm, I'm holding thing. out. Exactly. Like, I think he could be a fucking great villain, but until I fucking see Oscar Isaac as Apocalypse, acting as Apocalypse, the fucking the character design looks like shit. Yeah. It looks well, like shit. Am I right? I, I agree. Sean. I agree. Sean, what are you thinking, I, man? I agree, but hasn't the direct, didn't they say that he does shapeshift during the movie? Like, and that all those production stills look like it's from one scene. I agree. Well, no, no. The thing is, like, he could shapeshift because that's part of the character, but we don't know one hundred percent if he's going to. Right. Yeah, but like they could have did a lot more. I think I wish they would have made his face look more classic comic book. Absolutely, me and you both, yeah. man. I mean, that's not what I was expecting. Like when they announced Oscar Isaac, I was like, oh, dude, I'm I'm all in. Gafford, what do you think, dude? I thought it looked like crap. He looks like an old man. Like uh, if you if you look closely at his face, it it doesn't even really look like Oscar Isaac to me in the first place. Which yep. that's fine. Like I didn't necessarily need for it to, but it, he looks like an old blue man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like fun. it should be called X Men colon old blue man. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, what are you thinking, man? Apoc- Dude, I know Apocalypse, X-Men Apocalypse. It, Apocalypse is your favorite X-Men villain. I know you probably enjoy – I know you watched Ex Machina. You fucking Tupperware the fucking movie. But just the based on the look itself of Apocalypse, what were you thinking going in, man? If I had only seen the still, I might feel differently. But when I saw the trailer and Mag- Mag- Magneto says to him, 
you know, who the fuck are you? Why did they give away their only F-bomb that, that mm. could be a surprise? Like when we got those great F-bombs in the other two movies, why did they give that away in this fucking teaser trailer too? I'm well, throwing that out there. I got chills when he said, come and see. Okay. Okay. All right, man. How was the voice? What's up? How was his voice in that, in that teaser? It was good. It was, it was quietly powerful. Yeah, but like, I'm talking about the look of Apocalypse, dude. Is that what you were like? Like, dude, is that like a Tupperware for you, man? Well, we saw him building the pyramids at the end, so it seems like they're really doubling down on the Egyptian uh, heritage yeah. of Apocalypse. So, I, I, I'm after I've learned the lesson of Days of Future Past and my first and most horribly awry pre-toss, yeah, sure. and uh, I will, I, I. If it wasn't Oscar Isaac, mm-hmm. I would be very nervous. For, yeah, that's a great point, dude. It's like, uh, look at these Marvel movies. Look at fucking uh, Ultron. Look at Yellow Jacket. Look at Ronan. Uh, what, what are other? Uh, Malekith? Yeah. Look at those crappy villains that we got in those movies. Ronan was awesome. Ronan was garbage. <laughs> I love Lee Pace, too. I love Pushing Daisy's great fucking show. But Ronan was garbage. I love Ronan. Ronan was garbage. It doesn't matter if he's fucking Gallagher with the mallet and he kills somebody. It was garbage, Jake. It was garbage, dude. Marvel Universe Al-Qaeda. He was awesome. No. <laughs> not at all. It was, he, he was trying to fucking Guardian, wipe no. out an entire planet. He wasn't threatening at all. No, no. I mean, yeah. I mean, they could say whatever. Like, there were times where I watched that movie and I was like, oh, my God. He's, like, very Vader-esque. But, like, overall, he was not a great villain. It was just like, okay, I get awesome. it. You just want to do what you want to do to fucking, like, uh, uh, like, uh, be this badass for the Kree. That's cool. Whatever. But you, I, you're very one dimensional. That's all you're about is fucking making sure that the fucking Kree, uh, survive whatever happens. But in all honesty, you're a shit. The Kree didn't want him to do what he was doing. He was independent from the Kree. No, he was a a fanatic. The Kree, the Kree, the Kree was like, oh, uh, we're fucking Switzerland on this shit. We're not going to say anything. We're not going to condemn him, and we're not going to support him. So whatever. He was still not operating with the Kree. Yeah, you know, you can say that, but there are undertones where they were not saying yes, we support him, or no, we don't. They were just letting him do whatever the fuck he wanted to. Because they didn't fucking, they didn't say, oh, you know, yeah, uh, we're with you, Nova Corps. We're with you 100%. Yeah, we need to stop him. They're just like, no, he's doing his own thing, whatever. I'm just saying that he was very one-dimensional, that they showed us a scene of, like, him killing some dude in Nova, and that's it. But, I mean, he, I'll be honest with you, he was slightly better than Malekith. He was slightly better than fucking Darren Cross in Ant-Man. But he was in no, he, he, dude. He was in. He was not even close to touching uh, Fastbender's Magneto. No, the, well, oh, the, none of them are exactly. And I'm saying that. Fox yeah, but that's a main character. He, he was just there to serve a story purpose. I mean, it was the origin of the Guardians of the Galaxy. You're making excuses. No, I'm not. You're making excuses. <laughs> Magneto is like a main character in an ex- X-Men movie. Ronin is an auxiliary character in a Guardians of the Galaxy he movie. Shouldn't That's, be. All he should he be. Shouldn't be. That's all he should he be. Shouldn't be. That's all he should he be. He shouldn't be. He should be a big part of this universe in the overall. Once this shit goes fucking cosmic with fucking Thanos, he should be a big part of this universe and she, he should be a more fleshed out character. They took a goofy Marvel villain and they made him pretty fucking sweet in my opinion. I don't opinion. think he's goofy at all. I, I think he's kind of goofy. 
No, I, I don't think he is a goofy. I either. think he's goofier in the comic than he is in the movie. I was so excited about Ronan, and then then they showed that movie and ruined it for me. You know, his no. death and everything else involved with that. I was like, okay, he's going to stick around. He's going to be. Don't around. Me, I still Tupperware the fucking movie. No, I know. I I, I just I I disagree on the on all the Ronan hate. I just think that no, I I love Lee Pace. I think he's a great actor. I just think that James Gunn didn't do fucking Ronan justice. He may not have done the Marvel Comics character Ronan justice, but he did that movie character justice, in my opinion. Well, you're an idiot. It's le- <laughs> leagues ahead of Yellow Jacket. Leagues no, ahead no, of whatever no, 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 that no, no, Dark no. World crap no, was. Anything, anything, anything is leagues ahead of Yellow Jacket. Leagues ahead of Ultron. Leagues ahead of any villain except Loki. I can watch a Rainbow Bright movie, and whoever the fucking villain is in that is like leagues ahead of fucking Yellow Jacket. Uh, the Gloom Patrol? Yes, leagues ahead. <laughs> <laughs> leagues ahead. <laughs> leagues ahead. Yeah, I just busted out the Rainbow Bright. No, I just think, I don't think I think I, I don't think Lee Pace should have been fucking. I think Lee Pace should come back in a future movie. Yeah, and I don't think they should have killed him off that easily. No. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just not like a huge not his character. Exactly. There's other characters where it makes sense, right? But not not Ronan. Not Ronan. Ronan should be part of future Marvel movies. It's like it's like one and done. I disagree. How many Ronan ongoings have there been? Well, I mean, look at it this way. Like my my whole view of it was they're bringing in the Chitahuri, which is totally made up for for these movies, right? Yeah. Right. They could use the Korean scroll. And they no, can, they, they can't they, use they the can, scroll. They can use the Kree. The Kree. Okay. Fox can use the scroll. That's what's fucked up about this. But as long as they can use the Kree, why not have him the main baddie fucking general of that armada, which is always going to be present. It should be present if we're talking about Infinity War. Well, we're talking. He's about- not the main guy. The supreme whatever. The big green tomato right, the, with the, the tentacles is the big baddie. Yeah. Right. Right. But you know he's he's the Darth Vader to the Palpatine. You know he is. That's what he was supposed to be, and 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 we didn't get that. We got a quick death. We got an easy death, and there was nothing that was like, oh god, he's he's gone now. It was just like, fuck, they just ruined that character. That was my his death united opinion. the team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't the team already united before that? No, not really. They were kind of at odds until the final moment. No, we just wiped out this cosmic fucking badass with oh, a yeah, let's, let, okay, let, with an infinity gem. It, it takes it takes a Jackson Five moment at the end of the movie for them to all be united. He he's got to grab his crotch and say, <laughs> and "Love that do, part." <laughs> so I don't know. Whatever. I still Tupperware the movie, but I just don't think that the villain was the most fleshed out. And uh, I think Fox is killing it as far as the villains go. With Magneto's Fox. not a villain in those movies, though, really. He's like the most gray character. <laughs> I, 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 you can say that, but he, but he is the villain. You can you can say that all day, but he is the villain. In X-Men 1, in every preceding X-Men movie, he's not. I, I, he is the villain, in my opinion. Mm. I mean, you can say that, but he is the villain. I mean, that's... Definitely over Apocalypse at this point. You know what I mean? He's a good guy in some of those X-Men movies, for Christ's sakes. He's not the villain you can look in, in at Days him, of Future Past. I mean, that's what's awesome about him is that you can look at him in, his, in, in that like uh, subjective light. Like, oh, yeah, he, he could be a good guy. Like, He's not even written as I the can, main villain, though. I can relate to him as the villain. 
But, I mean, he's he's still a villain. Come on, Dave. Back me up here. I'm asking for Dave's help. That's how fucking desperate I am. <laughs> I, I would say he is definitely not the villain once you hit first class. In Last Stand, he's definitely the villain uh, with the Dark Phoenix because he is manipulating her the entire time. I think yeah. he's totally the villain in first class. But he's not the villain in first class. Yeah, yeah I, I got to side with Jake on this one. He's, he totally he's, did some shit that wasn't cool at all in first class. Yeah, but they I, I but they really that. fleshed out the they went into him hunting the the um, ex Nazis in South America. No, they're, 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 try, they're, they're trying to get yeah, you Kevin Bacon's the villain. I know Kevin Bacon's the villain, but they're trying to make you sympathetic to mutants. And on the flip side, it's like you know Magneto is like the mutant uh, representative, and he's like doing whatever he can for the mutants. So he. I don't know how to explain adopting it. them and giving them homes like a big jerk. I, I think he's. <laughs> I think we'll find out that he's the best build up of a villain that we've had yet. That's what I think is going to happen with the X Men franchise. We will see the Magneto that we know that goes totally villainous. But he's we've been, been a good guy but, in the comics we, for ten years. But we've been with him the whole time, and unlike Loki, he didn't need to tell jokes or look cute. It was realistic circumstances that led him to make his decision to to be a villain. Oh, now you're shitting on Loki? Hold yeah, on, hold on. I will uh, shit on Loki all Hold on, hold on. If you're, <laughs> if, if, if you're gonna ask everybody, is Magneto a villain or an anti-hero or a hero, most people are gonna tell you that Magneto's a villain. No, I don't think that's true. I, I, I don't think I, those I do. people have read an X-Men comic in the last 10 years then. Well, sure. I'm talking about the Fox movie universe. I think They're in first class that. in Days of Future Past, he's obviously not a villain. I disagree. I disagree. First as well. class for sure. <laughs> I ended up not liking him at all at the end of first class for no. what he did, his actions. You know what I mean? What did he do in first class? He was... paralyzed Professor X, among other things. <laughs> <laughs> he did all kinds of nasty shit because he wants his way, and that's like the build of the character. See, I'm I'm of the opinion. Uh, and this is influenced by lots of lots and lots of X-Men comics, but I, I find overall Professor X to be more villainous than Magneto. I agree with that statement too. Yeah, I don't I don't He became onslaught, he was a big jerk, and he, <laughs> Yeah. Magneto never fucking onslaught. took half the heroes and made him be drawn by Rob Leefield. That's the most villainous fucking thing you can do. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think that's where they're headed with this character. Gafford, come on. Back me up. You never back me up I, on shit. I actually, I'm going to have to side with Jake and Dave on this one. Pussy. I, I what? <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, dude. That takes a lot of these and a lot of these. I love it. I love it. Fuck you, Brian. <laughs> um, I've always seen Magneto as kind of like he's – He's always he's he believes in what he believes in so strongly and he'll do whatever he needs to do to accomplish his goals. Whether those goals objectively are right or wrong, he believes in them. And so as far as he is concerned If it's up to Magneto, you're dead, Gafford. Yeah, but if Magneto's a villain, then Punisher's a villain. I was just gonna say that. Punisher's a villain too then. (laughs) Yeah, Punisher's like a huge villain if Magneto's a villain, if this is the criteria. Yeah, I, especially like in, in his in his solo book that's out right now, the Magneto solo book. Like you can't say he's a villain if you're reading that book. 
Yeah. I mean, it's because that's know. how they're writing it. What about that awesome <laughs> stuff that Greg Pak did? That's how they've written him for, I say 10 years, but re- realistically, it's been like 15 to 20 years of Magneto being a hero in the X-Men books. They play him as a hero and then he turns I, I, to like, the Even villain. like Avengers versus X-Men and shit, it's like I never really got the feeling like, is he working for the X-Men or is he working for the Avengers? I never really knew. He's very gray. It's, oh, I mean, it, I think that about Wolverine in the comic well, books. Sure. Well, sure. Well, no, back in the day, now Wolverine is just like, well, he's dead. But, like, he's like, but, like, over the fast, fast few years, he's just been a good guy. They've kind of, like, toned him down, in my opinion. He's not the Wolverine that we once knew. Yeah. He's not a cold-blooded killer. He's teaching kids and shit. But neither the Avengers or the X-Men were the villains in that story, which is what makes the story interesting in the first place. I mean, it's kind of the Civil War rule a little bit. You know, Iron Man versus Captain America. Neither are a villain. Yeah. I, I don't know. It, 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 this, is a, this is a fucking tough thing to fucking, like, nail it down if he's good or bad. You can have an antagonist and a protagonist without one of them being the hero and one of them being the villain. You know what I'm saying? It's... Yeah, but it, honestly, I just feel like if it's if it's up to fucking Magneto, mutants fucking rule, and humans are dead. That's the Magneto I know. There's not like Professor X, like as far as I know, like he wants there Professor, to be. Professor X is a dick in in the majority of the original like X Men comics. Like when X Men was first created, he's a, he's a douchebag. <laughs> yeah, he's like manipulating people to do oh, what he totally. wants done. Yeah. And Magneto doesn't? I don't disagree, but... <laughs> yeah. It's true. Yeah. Conversation? Yeah. If, uh, as far as Magneto, like, in the movies, if you're if you're a human and he's hurting you, you're a bad human, usually. It's like, uh, as far as from my uh, memory of it all, like, usually the only humans he's hurt are the ones that are trying to kill or do harm to... Uh, mutants. Yeah, he's not murdering Girl Scouts by any means. Like, he's killing bad guys, whether or not they're... I mean, probably, he won't kill another mutant, but he'll, unless, you know, probably trying to kill him, but in all the movies, he's only done harm to other humans who are trying to uh, do genocide against mutants. Hey, can we all agree, though, that what makes Magneto so fucking interesting is the fact that he is... A more layered character than fucking yeah. Ronan. Oh, I agree. Just, I've agreed to this at the beginning. Yeah. But Ronan isn't, that's my whole point was that Ronan doesn't need to be as layered of a character as Magneto. That Ronan's a fucking Marvel comic Mort character anyway. And that they made him better in the movie than he is in the comic book. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I really He's like. He's a cheesy, fantastic four bad guy. I really like Ronan, man. I like all the stories Ronan was in. I, I totally disagree. I yeah. love the way that Hickman fucking wrote him, too. Yeah, I, I think he's, I think it's another character that thinks he's doing the right thing, and he's, you know, trying to protect his race from all this other bullshit. Yeah, and I think that the X-Men movies portray Magneto better in that light than fucking the Marvel movies portrayed Ronan. They're not gonna, I agree with that. I, I think what, what the main thing is, is they're not gonna force feed Magneto to you. This is their main villain. They better portray Magneto better than fucking Ronin. I mean, you know? <laughs> 
True. That's the difference between Fox Studios and Marvel, then. It's not yeah. the difference. It's mag- the difference between Magneto and Ronin. But, let, I mean, uh, let's look at the Red Skull, too. Where the fuck is the Red Skull? Yeah. The main villain of Captain America has just been disappeared. Well, that's because, like, <laughs> fucking Marvel doesn't know what to do after Hugo Le- Weaving left the fucking Yeah, Hugo Weaving kind of fucked like, him there. He's like, I'm done with fucking Marvel Studios. Yeah. And so, like, they don't know what to do with Hugo Weaving. But this is another for, formale, formalic thing where it's like, we can't have the villain be too threatening. You know what I mean? And, and I think Fox is more willing to be like, Ronan is trying to commit genocide on an entire planet. It's still How do you get more threatening than it that? It was not threatening at all. Magneto's never tried to blow up an entire planet. I think he wanted to. I think that was definitely brought about when he, you know, was lifting the stadium up and trying to throw it on people. <laughs> a stadium's not going to destroy a planet. Well, that's all he could do at the moment. Well, like He's a, not cosmic. You're comparing, that. you're comparing a cosmic property to a very Earth-based mutant property. I think if Magneto had the exact same powers of Ronin, and the abilities is Ronin, and he was still the same person, he would not be destroying planets. I think if Kevin Feige had pro- uh, had uh, fucking control of the X-Men franchise, it would have fucking sucked just as bad as fucking Ronin did in uh, fucking Guardians of the Galaxy. You're acting like every X-Men movie is incredible. No, I'm not acting we've like had, that. We've had two good X-Men movies out of five. So it's not a winning batting record yet. Yeah. How many good Marvel movies have we had? How many at least, <laughs> at least six. No, 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 no. How many at great how many great Marvel villains have we had? At least two. Loki. Loki. <laughs> no, they lucked into Loki. Yeah. They lucked into Loki because, because of the like, actor. they didn't know what they had in fucking Thor. Right. And then all of a sudden fucking Tom Hiddleston blew up and people just fell in love with him in uh, The Avengers. Right. Yeah, I didn't like Loki in Thor. I remember being upset that Loki was going to be the main villain in Avengers until seeing the Avengers. The best parts of Thor The Dark World were fucking uh, Loki scenes. In Thor 2. But in Thor 1, That's I wasn't won over yet. Oh, absolutely. But he fucking killed it in fucking the Avengers. Agreed, but up until seeing that, I was like, um, I was rolling my eyes at the idea that but Loki was. The if main I'm going to talk about like Marvel villains, I'm going to lump uh, fucking Ronan in with Malekith. I'm going to lump him with Yellow Jacket yeah. and all those fucking other characters. Every time you say that, I'll, I'll disagree. Throw away. Whatever. Like the best, <laughs> the best part of the best part of Guardians of the Galaxy were the Guardians. It was not fucking Ronan. People aren't as fucking, it should be. The fucking people aren't being like. Well, it shouldn't be. So, so the the best part of the fucking uh, Batman movies, in my opinion, are the villains. Heath Ledger was fucking amazing. So if Batman was the best part, the movie's a failure. I just don't get this logic. I'm just so confused by I this conversation. I think it might be a failure if Batman was the main yeah, yeah. the main pole, in which he really hasn't been. In a while, yeah. <laughs> since maybe Batman Begins, I don't know, but it was still about Ra's al Ghul. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. This is all like you know, Thanos is in the background, and this is all like, okay, we're gonna wipe out every villain until we get to Thanos, and then we're gonna deal with a real fucking. And, and then we're still hoping that Thanos is gonna be a great villain, which, which I don't, don't know yet. Yeah. No, I don't either. I don't know. Goddamn. <laughs> I, don't, I I just can't defend uh, Lee Pace as Ronan. I can't. I, I will. Mm. You're going to get a whole team of people together to just totally obliterate this enemy at the end, who's not supposed to be obliterated. Like, he's supposed to be strong as fuck. Yeah, I agree. And they just wasted him in, in a minute. It wasn't even a minute. It was seconds. Yeah, so, but they used an Infinity Stone to do it. Which they can control all of a sudden. I don't he beat know. the Shebot killed fucking Drax like earlier in the movie. Yeah, I, it, I don't know. 
I thought that was a great scene too, it, the Drax running fight. Love that scene. It just it just didn't bring the team together for me where I was like, okay, this team needs to get together, this makes sense, you know what I mean? I I don't know. It took away from the Drax Ronin scene when at the end of the movie they were like, Oh, okay, uh the person I shouldn't have been fighting was fucking Ronin, it was Thanos. Right. And I still think I think Drax was fucking a waste. You know, oh yeah, I disagree with that too. There's there's so much like heroes or villains if they're not the main thing, I feel like they're just you know cannon fire. Somebody get David Pillow. <laughs> Dave stays ready to pass out. This <laughs> is like a second podcast we got going here. Well, it's, it's an important <laughs> argument. Yeah. All right. Why what? do you think that Hugo Weaving um, not participating is stopping uh, Red Skull from um, coming back? Because they didn't hesitate to recast Rhodey. And Bruce Banner and Red Skull can be easily just a Red Skull. It doesn't have to be a face. That's a very good point. Hmm. I I don't think they have anywhere to go with him, to be quite honest. He's too threatening and dark, so <clears throat> the kids will hate it and get scared. <laughs> Jay's, I, 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 in, in some ways, I agree with Jay. It's half the reason we didn't see Nazis in Captain America, the first Avenger. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, I just hate this. I just hate this. It, like, now they're like, okay, it's hero versus hero. Let's focus on that. And they said that's going to be coming for a while. It's not going to be like a villain main threat. We may see, we may see more hero versus hero action, which is like, I don't know. I, all right, hey, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's flip this to DC real quick, real quick. And then we're going to end the podcast here with Sean and Jared. All right, guys, do you think the end of the movie for Batman v Superman, do you think the main threat is going to be Doomsday, or do you think it's going to be Wonder Woman, Batman, Aquaman, and Flash going against Superman? Do you think the main threat at the end of Batman v Superman is going to be them going against Superman, or do you think it's going to be them going against Doomsday? That's an interesting question. Because a lot of people are saying that, like, uh, Dennis Aspera, one of our listeners, said, like, you know, like the uh, final scene where it looks post-apocalyptic and uh, Wonder Woman is uh, fucking, you know, blasting and kicking ass. Like, that's a vision that she got. Like, if Batman and Superman keep fighting, that's what the world's going to turn into. I don't buy that. I don't think that if, if Superman wanted to take out Super, uh, Batman, I think he could take him out. I don't think that the battle would be escalated to that degree. I think yeah. that if anything, at the end of the movie, uh, they realize that the big threat here, the the Justice League is formed to – and Jay, I think you're going to agree with me. The Justice League is formed to take out Superman. He's the threat at the end of the movie. Right. I would love that if that was the case. It would make me totally not feel as bad about the Dawn of Justice title because the whole time my beef with that title is it's a spoiler that Batman and Superman are going to hug it out at the end. Yeah. I, and if I, that's I, not the case, I'm like, oh, all right, right. Exactly. So like basically at the end of the movie, we're looking at – Superman lands on top of the Batmobile, rips the doors off that motherfucker, mm-hmm. looks at fucking Batman, and the next thing you know, we've got Wonder Woman saying, "Fuck you, Superman." Saving Batman's life. I'm here to fucking I'm here to fucking mix some shit up. You know what? You uh-huh. know what? I'm I'm throwing myself in the mix. Let's do this. And I want to see fucking Wonder Woman being an empowered female, Dave, and I want to see her fucking kicking some Superman ass. I'm super excited. Uh, the biggest thing I'm excited about after that trailer is Wonder Woman and what her part's going to be. Yeah, absolutely. I thought she looked amazing. Jared, Sean, talk yeah, to me. So- do, you, do you want do you want fucking Doomsday to fucking show up in this shit or do you want to fucking see fucking Wonder Woman, 
Aquaman, Flash, show up to kick Superman's fucking ass in Batman v Superman. <laughs> and that's the start of the Justice League. The Justice League is formed to stop Superman, not Doomsday. So here's a thought. So what if that is the case and they're, they're coming together to stop Superman and then in Man of Steel 2, that's when Doomsday is the big villain. Superman takes out Doomsday and that proves to the Justice League that he is there to help save the planet and then that's when Superman joins the Justice League. Yeah, I love that. It, it almost seems like a Marvel move to uh, waste Doomsday like that in the last half an hour of the movie. To not, yeah, give him his, to not give him his due. It's like Venom in Spider-Man 3 to just, you know, okay, we're just going to create Doomsday and wrap him up in the last 20 to 30 minutes of this movie. Seems like a giant fucking waste. Talk to me, Dave. Yeah. Uh, I, I hope that your your theory about Superman being the bad guy is sound because the Doomsday thing is going to get so shoehorned in. The only fallacy in the argument is that uh, Superman doesn't win that fight. Mm. Yeah. Well, you want Superman you know, I, to win? No, I, the, 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 but the, the, he was saying that because he defeats Doomsday, then he's able to join the Justice League. I think Jared said that, mm. and it's it's just the one. But Jared said not until man, he he said that he he agreed with Brian, and then said all that would happen in Man of Steel two. But but the the fallacy of him being able to join the Justice League would be that, it, according to the source material, Superman doesn't win. Right. Against the Justice League, he doesn't win? Against Doomsday. Right. I think oh, you're going to get okay. both sides. Yeah, oh. it's, that's true. I think both will happen, though. I think he'll he'll get killed by Doomsday and come back and defeat Doomsday, all within one Man of Steel Jeez. 2 that's three and a half hours long. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the idea of Wonder Woman and Aquaman coming out of the dark to help Batman and then kind of take on Superman as if he's a bad guy because number one is it would make sense that just as Batman sees him a threat after that battle of Metropolis that the other heroes would also see him as a threat especially since he's so in the public about it like all the other heroes in this universe have been working underground for, for decades Batman Wonder Woman Aquaman have been working in the shadows but here's Superman making the front page of every newspaper True, yeah. it's a good point. <laughs> what if they totally just twisted everything up and they went the path of the Superman Doomed comic that came out last year and Superman becomes Doomsday? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I hope not. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm under the impression that we'll, we'll, we might get a hint of Doomsday in this, but I think the main fight will be against Superman. And I, I don't think... Zack Snyder's like going to stray from that. I think that's what he wants to do. Um, and, I'd be okay with that, Jay. And Superman was hated. I mean, he was feared by the Justice League for a long time. That's why they were formed. That's why Batman got involved and formed the fucking league in the it'd first be, place. It'd be a great twist. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Jared. Yeah. I know you got to leave, dude. You got to get up here soon. <laughs> so why don't you? Hey, why don't you? Hey, you know what? I'm not trying to keep. You know, like between you and Dave, I'm sure you guys are ready to go. To bed, Dave. Look, look at look at this guy. Oh my god! Look at this guy. Oh my god! Seriously, 
<laughs> oh my god! If you guys could see, if it, Jay, can you periscope this guy? Oh my god! <laughs> Seriously, like this is like the vision of like somebody that like really needs to. It's Betty by time for Dave night, right night. now. Night night, Dave. <laughs> Nowhere close, bro. <laughs> Sleepy time, Dave. Gafford, thank you so much for joining us, man. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for being I love this. Here. Yeah, thanks for being here for episode 100. You know what? Uh, listeners, if you aren't listening to Joe Schmo Comic Show, you should be because you know what? They cover some great shit. How can our listeners check out the Joe Schmo Comic Show? The easiest way is just to go to our website, which is just the Um On there, you can listen to our episodes on the website, but there's links to everything. There's links to Facebook, Twitter, uh, Stitcher, iTunes, all that stuff. So just the website's probably the easiest way. And uh, Dave, when you want to go to sleep, what's the best way to do it? Are you counting sheep? I mean, what are you taking? Are you taking Ambien? What the fuck's going on, man? Talk to me, Chief. Are you using? I fuck? need no help. All right, yeah. Dave just goes to sleep. <laughs> a comfortable chair. A comfortable chair. It doesn't matter where Dave's at. He can fucking fall asleep and pass out. Jared, thank you so much for joining us for episode 100. I'm gonna let you go. I know you got to get the fucking bed and get to work tomorrow morning. So thank you so much for joining us. Um, so thank you, dude. Yeah, and thanks to you guys. This is this has been a blast, and uh, here's to another hundred episodes. Yeah, uh, I think we're gonna end it um, after this. <laughs> we changed our mind. We changed our mind. <laughs> we're done. So fuck off, leftover army. We're done. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> we're very fickle. Sean, uh, Jared, you can hop off whenever, dude. Thank uh, you. So much. Have a good night, guys. Later on. Later, Jared. Great talking to you. Sean. Thank you, dude. I'm sorry you had to stay up with us uh, assholes and talk to us about whatever the fuck we're talking about. What problem was it? It was fun. It was so fun, dude. It's so fun to talk to you. Maybe we'll have you on in a future episode, man. But uh, uh, that, that's great. Absolutely. Thank you so much. You have a great night, okay, dude? All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Later. All right, guys. This is it. We're done. All right. Dave, are you saying it's done? Oh yeah, you're the showrunner. <laughs> you're the showrunner. You let us know. Are we good to go? That's a good bit, but uh, you're the boss, man. All right, man. Dave, thank you so much for being here. We had Frank back. Hopefully, Frank will be back next week. Uh, if we do a show next week, I might have to work Sunday. I don't know, but I'm hoping to do a show next week. If not, if I if we don't do a show next week, we're gonna come back the week after and do uh, Fantastic Four, yep. the new Fox movie. Um, so we'll see, uh, how Fox represents Doom. Yeah. Me and Jay talking about how much Fox does justice to their villains, and we might just be fucking, uh, shooting ourselves in the foot yeah. when they fuck up Doom again. <laughs> Shit. So we'll find out. But, um, you know, you know what? Um, <laughs> pop culture leftovers. I love this show. I'm not leaving. I'm not going anywhere. We're going to keep doing this shit. Don't unsubscribe. Keep downloading these episodes. We love you to death. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Dave's asleep. <laughs> Dave doesn't love Dave, you. Dave would... <laughs> Dave would... <laughs> <laughs> Leftover army. I want, to thank, I want to thank everybody that joined us this episode, and I want to thank everybody in the Leftover Army that's listened to us over the last 100 episodes. That was fucking um, awesome spending the day with those guys. And it was awesome that Dan West put together that video. That's great. I love that video. I'm, I can't no, wait to see it again. I can't wait to watch it again. It was one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I can't believe that. I just can't believe it. No. It blows my mind. Yeah. Right? I don't want to believe it.
Because I, th- I honestly, I think like these conversations that we have sometimes are just silly as shit, <laughs> and people listen to this stuff, and it just blows my mind. And I'm happy to have Jay, Jake, Dave, and Frank all involved in this. I'm happy to have you guys along for the ride. This is awesome. Happy to be here, man. And Jake, if you ever leave the show, I'm done. <laughs> I won't leave. I'm not going nowhere. You're my rock. I mean, that's it. Like it's- I said, I'll call from jail if I have to. Like a rock. <laughs> How strong as I could be. Yeah. Like a rock. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Save Nothing the Seeger, please. <laughs> Working on the night cheese. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So uh, until uh, episode 101, are we going to do that? It's coming. Episode 101? Coming hard and fast. It's like a college course. Podca- <laughs> podcasting 101. Yeah. yeah. All right. Until episode 101, this is Brian. And Jason. Jake. And Domesticated Dave. Thank you for listening. And just like all leftovers say in their doggy bags, thank you for patronage. Thanks for listening. <laughs> You're jaking it up. I'm, yeah. jammed, I'm, I'm jaking the fuck up out of this. Place. Thanks for your Out, doggy bag. Outro. Thanks is it, for, thanks. Is it time for my comic book corner? What? Huh? What? No! What? You should play, play the bumper huh? and just in the episode. <laughs> oh, Dave. Oh, my God. Yeah, is it time for Dave's comic book corner? I got a good comic book sale on the doggy bag. Naturally. <laughs> Dave, you're every woman. Yeah. All right, dance us out, Dave. It's all in Dave. <laughs> <laughs>Anyway, just like all good leftovers say in their doggy bags, thank you for your patronage. Thanks for listening. We'll see you for 101. Sorry for fucking with you. Yeah, sorry about Ernesto, and I'm sorry for all the emails that I didn't read this week. They were really sweet. Maybe I'll read them in future episodes. I want to thank you, Ernesto. I want to thank you, David Isaac. I want to thank you, Vendit's Creek. I want to thank you, Manny. I want to fucking thank you, David Talbert. I want to thank everybody that sent emails. I'll read them eventually, I promise. But thank you so much for your love and support. And we're going to come back. We're not leaving you. We love you. I'm not sorry for fucking with him. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Stay tuned for Domesticated Dave's Funko Pop Culture Leftover. Oh, my God. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're rebooting. We're, we're rebooting. And it's going to be – Dave's going to be this fucking showrunner. It's going to be Funko Pop. Funko Pops, mattresses, hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> the whole fucking shebang. Squarespace. Have you heard of Squarespace? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dave. You can get a free book on Audible. (laughs) Are you coming back for next episode? Oh, man, you can't get rid of me. Wild horses could keep you away, right? (laughs) Yeah, just give me a heads up. (laughs) I I, I do write the schedule, but i got to write it ahead of time because my people need lives. You know what I mean? Uh, No, God. All right. No, we'll uh, we'll see you whenever the fuck. We're going to come back, so don't sweat it. All right. Later on, guys. (laughs) Go fuck yourselves. Am I a leftover now? God you, damn it, Dave. You're definitely not a leftover. <laughs> Neither is Frank. You know what, Jay? You're well, not, that makes sense. Jake, you're not a leftover either. What? You're gone. <laughs> Jay, I, tup- I Tupperware it. Jay, you're still a leftover. Thank you. I Tupperware it. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, you're canned. You were sassy. You were so yeah, sassy this yeah, episode. Yeah, you were a little sassy. <laughs> Your sass mouth. Yeah. I thought you respected the sass. I thought... <laughs> Not this time. Too far. Not, Not this, this time. Yeah. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Ronan. <laughs> <laughs>
fuck it. Hey, I got your back you guys on the quack pack either. So go fuck, go fuck yourselves. I got your back on the Magneto stuff, man. But you're, you're yeah, Ronan was dumb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put it up, man. Put it up. That's what I'm saying. All right. All right. Are we still recording? Yeah, we are. Good. Fuck you, Dave. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next week or the week after, whenever. We just do what we want. Yeah. Later. Didn't we know? No, episode 100 would end with a fuck you, Dave. Didn't we all know? All right. Uh, in unison. One, two, three. Fuck, fuck you, Dave. Thanks for listening to Pop Culture Leftovers. Congratulations. I don't know how you did it. I couldn't do it. You people need a t-shirt saying, I just listened to two hours of nonsensical crap. Anyway, if you'd like to reach the Pop Culture Leftovers cast, you can email them at comments at popcultureleftovers.com. You can also follow them on Twitter at PC Leftovers or like their Facebook page. They'd love to hear from you. They're all pretty sad and lonely. One of them is homeless, but I didn't say that. Ready like seven million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat. But it's all been done before. And we don't wanna be a copycat. We're the leftovers picking up the scraps, dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Gonna toss it, gonna taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it, let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture, carry over counterculture, push over pop culture. Leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. Podcasts that are original and good. Separate the wheat from the shaft And we're the shaft The crap Even though we're the shit Woo! We're the leftovers Picking up the scraps Dropped by the cool kids it, it, It's a trap Gonna toss it Gonna taste it Do we love it? Hey, let's fix it Can't erase it Let's embrace the Tupperware party Subculture spill over Like a vulture Carry over Counterculture pushover Pop culture Leftovers And with the uncool kids What's to say Has already been said Leftovers Pretty sure that Love it, hey, let's face it, can't erase it, let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture, carry over, counterculture, pushovers, pop culture, leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said, leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this, pop culture, leftovers. Hey, once again, Leftover Army, the episode is so big. It's like, it's like, it's, it's like that turd that, uh, yeah, that's so big. You got to break it up into two parts before you flush it and whatever. I grossed you out, whatever. Um, no, uh, so yeah, the episode, I'm not using this.